0: Well, at least you have an edit point to when the show starts. That's true. And it's after that comment.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is a very,
2: very good point. All right, well, let's start episode 154. My name's Tim. I'm here with Kyle, who's got an awesome cyberpunk shirt on today. I dig mm-hmm. it. it. I is. like that shirt. Yeah. Nice. We also got Derek, who has a shirt on, which is that's all we need from him. It doesn't that's matter. A positive change. Yeah. What the shirt is, is the shirt. Two minutes Please.
3: ago, I wasn't wearing it. So I literally did it for you. What
2: an upgrade. Thanks, buddy. Wow. Thanks, buddy. And we've got Jeff, who I can never I never have to worry about him being clothed or yeah. Or saying, i making something. a statement with
0: my clothes. It's always solid colors. I'm it's, never, yeah.
2: there's no agenda with my clothes. Never. Just, yeah. You're consistent, you know? Yeah, you're all exactly. old reliable, all <laughs> faithful. So um, <laughs> here we are talking about a couple of big games that came out this week. One that we've known about has been hyped for a long time. And the other one is actually a remaster that I'm really pumped about that I'll talk about a little bit um that was a surprise drop thanks to nintendo this week so we'll talk about that too but i want to kick things off i had a game in mind but with the nintendo direct with all the news with the big games we're talking about <clears> I and thought, the demos you know, I, no kidding so like, many demos to cover dude. i just figured you know let's just talk about games we're playing and stuff we're into right now and we'll circle back with a you know a quiz or a fun little game if you want one of those go check out last week's episode i really enjoyed our try hard tracker segment that's gonna make a comeback that at some was point. so fun <laughs> we will definitely bring that back at some point but um anyway, let's jump right into Hogwarts Legacy. So, this game came out this week. It technically launched today. We're recording on Friday.
1: True.
2: February 10th, but we've all I think all of us got the deluxe edition, right? To play <laughs> yeah, early. Play it early, so, yes, yeah. So, yep. we've been playing it for several days now and uh boy are we having a good time. This is Man. a really yeah. good video game and it is it is Man. awesome. Now, are we all on PS5? I know De- Derek can play PS5 cuz I bought it and we game share, but Everyone else on PS5? Yeah, I'm right? on PS5, yes. yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I, didn't,
0: I don't Okay. trust PC ports on open-world games that are from, like, unproven... Not that they're on an unproven developer, but they certainly haven't done a game like this, so, like, okay. I didn't trust yeah. the PC port at all. Like, I was just like, no, not gonna risk it, I'm gonna go console. Yeah. You
4: That's
3: know. a good so point, far, yeah. So far, been... it's been
4: good.
2: They've been very nice, console-centric, nice. right, as a developer? Like, they, I don't think they've... Disney Infinity, like, yeah, I
4: mean, like, that was... Disney yeah, like, like, Infinity was on PC. Was I don't on, think it was?
2: was on PC,
4: no. no. Or, or, oh, okay,
2: yeah. But yeah, scope-wise,
4: so it wasn't the same size as... Not at, at all. Dogs, like, it was right? big, open, like, was on like playgrounds, so, yeah. like, they kind of had an idea of, yeah, like, yeah. how to fill... Uh, they uh, like, like a hub like, area with like you know activities. Yeah, gotcha. But they're so, like they're, worlds, you know, so they're right? They're worlds you go to. Yeah, worlds. kind of like, they're, just they're
1: just dream life yeah.
4: like by pretty big, I don't mean like as big as Hogwarts, obviously. But like or you're like, oh, like open is... areas. Yeah, they're like open areas gotcha. with lots of activities and things to do. So it just like, felt could, like
0: be, it felt like you know leading up to it, it felt like just a daunting game for them to achieve if, any success
4: with. But I thought they were never going to fill the shoes with just their not that they have a bad pedigree, but again, just the scope of yeah. This kind of is.
3: <laughs> like uh i'm gonna forget their name but you guys will know who i'm talking about uh going from or going to horizon from
2: oh from uh, kill zone gorilla games that was gorilla so, games yeah. like yeah i know
3: when they it's first so bad, made yeah. the announcement Fairy. a lot of people were like especially since their last kill zone wasn't that great Shadow so a me. lot of
1: people yeah. didn't have a lot of faith that they could do something completely different open world and they did to me they nailed it
3: yeah this same thing with this game like i'm only a few hours in but the biggest thing that i was going to say in the context of what we're talking about is i was playing tonight right before we reported and i was like this game is way bigger than i thought it was
1: dude i
4: just i actually thought that like a part of the map that i was on was the whole map and then like i hit down a little more and then kept on hitting down and down and down. And I was like, oh, 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 oh. And then yeah. there's all the up. You know, like, it, it was, yeah. I don't know, maybe I just eight envisioned... times. It was literally eight times bigger than I thought it originally was. So, so cool. I just yeah, didn't I, I didn't scroll across the entire thing. I envisioned
3: yes. this game, like, when they announced it and they started showing it. I was like, okay, it's, you know, it's going to have, like, a little school area. And then they're probably going to have, like, open areas that you can, like, right. transport to. And then you can kind of, like, what I thought.
4: go right. around
3: and look around at. But I'm, like... No, this is. I thought a it would be a loading program?
4: screen to Hogsmeade and a loading screen yeah, to, like, this the is forest a true portion. Open world. It's so open right. world. And, yeah, at the sacrifice of, like, some doors being, like, one or two second, like, loading, but, like, it just that doesn't bother me, I guess, as much as I saw some no, reviews. That, no. It's them. the sneaky
2: loading, and I'm, I'm here it's for it. It's sneaky loading, yeah. and it's fine, you know. It, it does
4: like bring, bring the, the, the game door. to a halt, but I almost never notice it. Um, they slow <laughs> you down to load the screen.
2: God of War Ragnarok did it, right? As he had to scooch between a cart, you know? Yeah, there's
0: no scooching loading.
2: Like yeah, at all. it's not uh, scoots loading. There's yeah. there's
0: just genuine loading. Like you can see a circle, and you're
4: like, oh, yeah, yeah. it's loading.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it there's no that. pretending. Like you know when it's loading. Yeah,
4: yeah, but I'm okay with that because yeah, like makes you realize how big the scope of the world is, and how many like well, random things are happening all around you. From, I agree. Like, well, especially when you and... finally like, because I have a
0: broom now at this point that you can just yep. summon anywhere in the world. So yep. once you're outside of the castle, that's really when the loading happens the most. Is when you're in Hogwarts, which is already a big map on its own with several floors. Right. Uh, once you go outside, that's when the loading mostly happens. Is when it's like, oh, we gotta render this real quick. Hold on, but as okay. soon as you jump on that broom and fly around, there's no loading. It's just yeah. you flying around,
4: infinitely, and it's, it it blows my mind. It just wasn't that like, a cool uh, mission. Like once I got on the broom, I was just like, oh, this this feels really good. Which like you you never know. You never know how traversal is right. gonna feel in like games. Yeah, yeah that was the thing that I was like, I don't know how <laughs> this is gonna feel to control. Why?
0: Because because, flying is always a crapshoot with some games. Like it's just. Yeah. True. That could be the one thing that prevents the game from being truly great. Is like, well, the flying is awful. Like GT early GTA games. Yeah, I, I yeah. hated flying in those games. It's not like, fun to
4: fly like in it's San Andreas, horrible. but it's it is horrible. in GTA Five, you know. But yeah, yeah there was bad yeah, things. Exactly. But yeah, exactly.
0: It's less. It's it's more arcadey in GTA Five and achievable. Whereas before, I'm like, oh, I, this is a flying mission
2: oh god yeah. You know, pitching, yeah, somebody, pitching,
0: yeah let me just summon my broom and
2: just fly right like i'll fly anywhere it's it's, it's so much which fun. it should be fun i mean that's like yeah one of there's a all-
4: lot of like fun first like philosophy in this game like well, we just want this to be fun um yeah and uh it, it's all over it and i think the fandom's all over it too and um it's just it just it feels like a just a love letter to a bunch of people who really like like this world and stuff like that and Definitely. um it's cool, man. Like, uh, it's blowing me away. Uh, Tim, how, how much have you played of it? I, like, I, I don't think I've even talked to you much about in the chat uh, outside of just a couple things. But, like, how far are you And
2: Pretty early. Um, yeah, I, I did, I did a lot of wandering and exploring the school because I love the verticality of it. Like, there's so mm-hmm. many flights of stairs to go up and down. I was like, Dude, how is this game is so big? Cool so I was actually, I was just going on finding pages and like exploring stuff and adding to my field yeah. guide. I kept finding all the field guide pages and like I was just doing that stuff. Did a couple of like feels good. Yeah. friendly yeah. missions where you have to. Lead the moth with your Lumos back to the frame, and like just just little missions like that. You'll find those everywhere. I think I played for like probably an hour, maybe hour and a half before I before yeah I did yeah. I didn't. You being a naughty boy, yeah, you being a bad boy. (laughs) Um, So before I even went to Hogsmeade, um, which is kind of where the main narrative starts to take a little bit of shape, Uh, you kind of start to meet some key. Oh yeah, there is a big fight there. Before I even did that, I didn't even like, I, I was just wandering the school exploring. I did two classes, then I was just, like, I was already doing open worldy type stuff, just in that one section of this massive game. Not so I, I just now, yesterday, legit. got past the Hogsmeade part. So there's a big fight there, and some stuff yeah. happens, and then you go back to the school after all that happens. You learn some
0: names. Mainly, that's what the narrative, the intro to Hogsmeade is, is, like, once you do the big
2: fight, you the just names. learn some
0: names of some people that the are going to pop yeah. up regularly. And, yeah. and
2: And a main character that kind of makes a return from the intro sequences. There's some Anyway, um, yeah. so I thought it was really good. I thought it was so far it's really fun, but I have not gotten to like a. I'm not even close to the broom part. I don't think I'm, you know, not to the point where it feels like an open world game. But right. when you walk <clears> the <to> Hogsmeade <throat> with your friend that you pick to go with, and they're just kind of pointing stuff out. There's the forest. Oh, Hogsmeade is ahead, and you can actually see it as you get closer to it. And the yeah, that's the same. I that's when experience. I kind of. That's yeah. when I realized the scope of this thing is for right. real. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I really thought it would just be like, "Hey, wait for me by the entrance," and then as soon as you step out the doors, it's like loading to Hog'smeade. The same. Water, so... Yeah, I didn't think yeah. this was all going to be wouldn't connected even, any I land. wouldn't have been
2: mad if that's what it was, because that's what me I. Thought me neither. Yeah, that was, that's what I was expecting. Yeah, <laughs> but I was delighted to find no, you can actually, you have to, you can walk there or eventually. And, fly and when there you and it. do get to the open world stuff, which I'm kind of
0: in the middle of doing now, because now I'm getting all these missions, side quests. They're side quests. I'm a side quest whore in this game. I love doing them. Uh, as soon as they give me a mission now, they're saying, I need you to go pick up this thing and go over here and fly it over. Yeah. Basically, I want you to get on your broom and go over to discover a new area you're not in yet. You've never been in yet. Oh, and you'll cool. pick up new side quests in those areas, too. Like, as soon as you yeah. land, you'll start seeing new icons. And you're like, what's that? What's that? You get open world syndrome, basically, where you're like, yeah. "I got What's that? What's
1: that? And they said that. that
4: there's hundreds of side quests, and all of them have the potential to change something about like the main quest. Whether it's Whoa. just dialogue or little stuff, not in really? any big way. No one's gonna have different like you know missions. Yeah, or somebody like that. somebody
0: saw me again and was like, "Aren't you the person that did?" this for that other guy it's just like yeah. acknowledgement
4: that you're doing stuff you know within yeah, the main cool. story that so if you don't my... do you know like they won't it's like bring the, up that's
2: almost all. like the witcher man like that's that kind of yeah very that's much so. world, that's world building that's what that yeah, is. that's
4: what my
3: question is is and i don't know the answer so i'm actually asking this question uh so i'm purposely treating the students like trash except for <laughs> sebastian
4: Oh, uh, that's cool because he's that's a cool. trash human being too yeah okay yes yeah, yeah.
3: So, i mean i'll i'll smart <laughs> off to him a little bit like i'm being a little secretive with him and stuff like that yeah. but like for instance i told you i didn't tell the girl how i solved the you know the riddle yeah. or whatever and then i also got a girl's journal and i was like you might want to pay me some money to keep it a, keep
0: yeah, yeah. yes yeah. A secret. yeah if it- so i, I- yeah, I'm playing it the same way, kind of. I'm
3: curious if
4: you I can't. I'm, I'm just a good boy.
3: Dude, I, bad what bad did I say bad.
4: in the chat? I'm going to be a bad boy wizard. I, I folded can't. immediately <laughs> in the game. I'm like, I'm a good guy. You <laughs> guys should see it. my character. Yeah.
3: I was trying to take a screenshot. For some reason, my. EC was not taking screenshots. My character's literally wearing like the black, like the one that has the skulls moving. I, I like that. Guys, yeah, like, oh, yeah. yeah. That, that's I'm wearing that thing. with yeah. the hood over it. And then I have like a red face mask. So I yeah. literally look evil. It's yeah. awesome. In yes. all the cutscenes, I'm wearing the mask, and I've got the hood, and I'm just sitting there like, you might want to pay me money. So I don't And, and it Almost
2: is like a fable type of thing where you can't yeah.
3: Yeah. Yes, like
4: know. Fable. I don't know how much the morality system like, you know, that's what I'm stuff, I'm you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm interested no. to see like how, how like a meter in the menus is. or something. There's,
2: not, is there? there's
0: no, no tangible no. measurement for morality. I'm 12 hours in. And like my understanding is um, because I stumbled upon, unfortunately, a key moment in the story when I was doing a Google search uh, for something. And um, it was like, here's how you can do this. So so apparently the decisions you make do matter later in the story. Uh, and it changes the directions of where you're going to go and stuff and how okay. the missions are going to play out. Yeah. But outside of that, it doesn't really matter. It's not going to be like, oh, that guy's a dick. Like, you're not going to hear people chatting about you. Yeah. In, and Fable, that's my favorite part, is when you'd yeah. walk into
4: town, people would be like, boo! You know, yeah, or, yeah. Or, or, yeah. Yeah, I can, or whatever. Yeah. I mean, I just,
3: the reason I was curious is because the, the, the way song. she reacted, she was so mad at me. She's like,
4: yeah.
3: I can't wait to write
4: back. I bet she'll remember. It. You know, yeah, I, wonder, yeah, exactly. I, I imagine she'll remember. Yeah. Well,
0: actually, yeah. I had circumstances where uh, the the side quests were somebody asking me, somebody who presented themselves as being bullied, asking me to go do something for them. But the way they were asking me, and the tone they were asking me, was like so dickish. Like they were being acting so entitled, and like, hey, p- people bully me because I got attacked by this animal, and they give me a nickname or whatever. Um, can you go to the forest and get something for me so it, it makes it seem like I'm brave? And I'm like, just go do it yourself yeah. if you want to be brave. Like, that's my thought process. So I went and did the thing and came back and said, no, nah, I'm going to keep what I found. Uh, you need to learn how to be brave. Like, I don't know like, if we're talking
3: about the same yeah. thing. But yeah. in, the, in the school, there's a girl who asked me to collect, like, six balls or whatever. I did and that. So, really I yeah, that. I levels, yeah. and... so I got them. And then she's like, OK, give them to me. I'm like, nope, I'm going to nope. keep
0: them. That person was cut- also said, I was, I'm bullied. And was yeah. being kind of a dick when they were asking you to go do the thing exactly like,
3: i had no the, problem shutting her down they were I kind of like chip
0: chop chip you, go do it like react. and you're like who who are you like, like i just ten. met you no. yeah, <laughs> tip, top, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah it, and it was one of those things where the items that you were collecting were uh, were were parts of a game where if you lose you get sprayed with something smelly so mm-hmm. i mean there's an uh, there's also an element of that where you're like well if they if they get these balls back uh, these marbles or whatever then they're just going to keep playing the game and spraying people and nobody's going to like them so i just kept the thing like i just kept the stuff from them and i was like don't play this game anymore it's not a yeah, good game weird. to play." With.
4: yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so i'm i'm kind of a dick in that sense but whenever i'm presented with an option to be like um to whenever it's like you get two options and one of them is like yeah let's do it or the other one's like oh that sounds terrible i avoid the oh that sounds terrible because i do want to go do stuff you know like yeah. so uh, yeah some of it, I'm not a
4: dick. What, what Apparently, you you guys you can lock then? yourself out of missions by like turning stuff down like that. Yeah, is, I, is what I heard. So yeah, so if if, if you're kind of negative, you'll they'll be like,
2: eh, never mind. <laughs> yeah, Derek, you're in Slytherin, right?
1: You
4: betcha.
2: Yeah. Me too, me too. Jeff, you're in Slytherin. Kyle, I, I
0: deliberately answered the Sorting hats questions in a way that I felt would land me in Slytherin. Not that any of them were nefarious questions but i felt i like i knew the characteristics that belonged in slytherin so like i i chose cuz i wanted this path i wanted to be a slytherin
2: yeah it's, fun, it's one of those things where like like i know you know harry potter super well so you know all the lore but like you don't yeah. have to be a harry potter head to realize like slytherin's probably the bad one like it it sounds historically like historically <laughs> speaking they are they literally yeah. are yeah <laughs> Yeah, But I'm just I'm just saying, like, that word alone is kind of yeah. a giveaway. It's like, yeah. you might as well call yeah. it, like, They're the called <laughs> yeah. They're like called a snake
4: stager. or a serpent, which is <laughs> yeah. classically stabby an stabby for, house. you know, like, <laughs>
0: yeah. It's the, betray- the house betrayer. Yeah, yeah <laughs> so house betrayer, like, yeah. If you get I sorted
4: in the house, why don't they just kill you right there? Like, I don't, don't like, Slytherin, those are bad. We have to kill you. Sorry, you know. I've
0: done the sorting thing, the official sorting thing on the Potter website and I answered them truthfully to me, and I'm actually a Ravenclaw, which is full of. That's like the nerdy house. Like those are like yeah, the, they're not tryhards way. or anything, but they're just like nerds, and they love. They they they, they the intelligence is like their main thing.
2: You say uh, that's what you're in, Kyle.
4: You're in yeah, the- I, I, I don't know anything about Harry Potter. It's not something that I grew up with or or, or anything like that. So this all of this stuff is new to me. So like I I did the the test and got Ravenclaw. And I was I was scrolling through them. I'm like, oh, I like blue. Like that's a cool color, you know. Like yeah, you know, it's a cool you
2: know, name. It's one of the Raven, Raven or Eagle cool on there. Name. That's cool, you and know, Raven freedom and all that. Cool. I'm that's here cool. for that. It's a so much I cooler picked, name than Hufflepuff. I think we can Hufflepuff it. is it's like is,
4: no. Yeah. Are we gonna go dancing after this? No, I don't want to do this. So, no. So I, I <laughs> so I picked that, and like I start meeting all my classmates, and I'm like, these kids are dorks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, like super dorks. Like yeah. you know, like and everybody I was H- in
0: Slytherin so far, and Derek can attest to this. Like Sebastian, and then there's like a blind kid. Uh, <laughs> everybody is so angsty about something. Like they all, they're all have like this tortured past, and like. They're all they all have baggage and they're all wearing it horribly. Like yeah. so, like, yeah, it's kind of funny how that was,
3: that's actually cool that you guys bring that up because I actually again didn't do any research. Mm-hmm. I'm just playing this game pretty I've only seen, you know, gameplay and stuff like that. Um and so, so as I was playing, I was like, oh, I bet you these characters are like the same, but no. You know, they're not, and I like that. No. I like that you get different characters. You, you
0: even get different side quests.
2: Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, you'll, so you'll be introduced Sebastian, to them later. Yeah.
3: Sebastian fits Slytherin so far. He's but see, I've, un- I've
2: met Sebastian uh, as a Gryffindor, just obviously through the main game kind of quest line in the story. Like, I've met mm-hmm. him now.
0: And, and like, you will continue to. Yeah. It doesn't right, matter what yeah. house you're in. Yeah. But he'll be a part
2: of the story. You t- probably talked to him in the common room already, for example. He's probably in it. So that's. Yeah. That's just a cool thing. Like I talked to um, a a kid with the last name Weasley shocker that a redhead named Weasley is in house Gryffindor. I know that's real shocking to those of you who watch any Harry Potter's.
0: Yeah. he's Uh, like Gareth or something like that. Gareth. Yeah. yeah. So his his aunt aunt is a professor
2: at at
1: school. And then there's like
2: the quirky kid who's like walking the girl who's walking along top of the fireplace. Like, I just like to see things from a new perspective. Like this, they have the quirky girl in Gryffindor and they've got a girl who's like studying really hard. So they kind of have like the, this is crazy. Yeah.
0: I've seen, you none of seen these that people. person. This is so cool. <laughs> yeah. This is so rad, dude. I can't wait to, like, genuinely, like, I'm going to try and beat as much of this game as possible, but I am really curious to go and play. Because Gryffindor, my understanding is, has the most side quests. Then it's Slytherin, then Hufflepuff, then, I'm sorry, Ravenclaw has the fewest side quests. But, uh, um. Too
3: smart, too. Uh, yeah, right. they,
0: they've got it all figured out. Why do you need
3: side They're quests? Too smart. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess. Like, we don't need to <laughs> level up. we're, we're smart already
2: so we've talked a lot about the open world the design and uh, like the characters the choices you can make what about the combat what do you guys think so far about this, awesome. uh, this wand yes. it feels so good and I did not this is much like the open
0: world traversal and stuff like that this is not something I anticipated at all yeah. Like yeah, I, I thought, thought it would the, be like something how you would you
2: describe a- how would you describe the combat to somebody I, like ranged ranged with like dodging and parry. Yeah, a little bit. Kinda, it's yeah, it's kind
0: of it's like Forspoken is was kind of doing that a little bit, but it feels like there's more going on in this game so far. It, um
2: Okay.
4: I almost dare say it's almost like playing uh, like a mage like in like uh, a souls game or something like that, but not okay, obviously with yeah. things not as hard. you're doing some
2: dodging, you can You're doing parry, some dodging, yeah. You to... got some
4: magic, you got your wand, I guess mm-hmm. if if respect you respect that lands Eventually you that.
0: get traits yeah. where you can uh you can upgrade your dodge to where it's a teleport and you tell yeah and an enemy. Oh, it's cool. so i forgot the, the, and
3: the name of the game but it was like a ps2 and xbox 360 game i want to say it's like psychesis or something like that whatever where you would you would be able to you would be fighting but you'd oh, be able psyops? to psyops and you'd yeah, be able psyops to throw yeah. it so it has a lot of that there's some of that
2: it. too yeah there's a yeah, bit so of every that's magic actually what i love
3: game. about love about the game is it's got a really good like counter system so yeah again this comes by the way i've said this a thousand times expectations if you have realistic expectations you'll get blown away and you'll enjoy life more yeah. yeah this game i had realistic expectations in fact i had low expectations i thought this would be uh not a cash grab but i just didn't expect it to have this much care and love
1: mm-hmm. so when
3: i was playing it i thought especially coming off forespoken i thought this game would be boring gameplay wise Same. it isn't I was really like yeah. Forspoken because Forspoken's like you're literally acrobatically all it's, around it's
4: super fast paced which this yeah. really isn't but like boy but
3: there's so much going d- on
4: yeah. wait until you I unlock feel, battle arenas I just hmm. did one and I'm like oh my I god like there's so badass. many
3: <laughs> like I like when you're fighting some of these big dudes like what did I do tonight trolls I did L B R B together and he like picks up or he takes their weapon and cuts their head off. I was like, Yeah, it's Holy a
4: random shit, it's a random ancient magic like sometimes and it's random every time it's something different. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah, it was freaking awesome. I was, it like, was so Dude, cool. Yeah. Not only am I just sitting here with a wand shooting and then I gotta dodge, but I have all these different uh which is to me feels RPG. You have all these different uh elements that you have to fight against. So some enemies are blocking with red some are blocking yeah. with yellow so that you means, have to switch yeah. it up yeah so that you means use a red attack. attack
0: or use a yellow you attack yeah. yeah exactly but com- and com- then like, you would the go okay that makes the game
3: that would make the game easy but when i was just fighting in an area where i had no lie like 10 goblins fighting me and most <laughs> of them were melee but i had two or three shooting at me yeah
0: they have and a then variety. The two
3: or three of them in the arena had red and yellow it gets chaotic when you're like yeah. okay I, I keep shooting at red, but I'm shooting regular. I need to switch it to a flame attack real quick just to get his shield down so I can actually hit him. Right.
1: So cool. So it's
3: there's a lot going on, and it's it's not all the same. Like you don't feel like you're doing the same. And then, like mm-hmm. I said, as you're shooting at them, you'll see these like quick things where it'll say RB and I'll just hit RB and it'll just grab something and throw it at him. And
1: it's yeah. all fast.
3: It's all fast. So I don't know, man. I'm blown away by this game. And then
4: it has a a little, like, Batman Arkham, like, uh, sprinkled in it, too, because you get this Mm, nice little, like, very recognizable, like, hey, you're about to get hit thing that goes around your head, and you just slam that button... Or you press it in, you press it, or you hold it. And you if you can press hold it, it to
0: do a counter spell, yeah, right?
4: you you press it, you do a quick shield, and like you'll block it. and it looks really cool, you know. Or you hold it and you like you know repost back at them,
1: mm-hmm. and no, it's, it like oh, uh,
4: man. it's it's just super cool, like and it feels good and it feels slick. So, you know, uh, well, it has you know it it just it's more arcadey obviously than like a, a Souls so. game, which I com- uh, compared it to earlier. It's more the of the tenets of a Souls game with all the you know evading and stuff like that, but it feels much more um actiony and yeah. uh like a, almost like a batman it takes it takes
0: like a quarter health, health down even at my level because i'm at like 22 <laughs> 21 20 I'm, I'm at level 20 something 22 and 25 percent completion or whatever and even that even having like 800 health or whatever they can smack you pretty good yeah so they want you to evade for sure are you and doing, block
3: and parry are you playing this on easy
0: or normal easy yeah but but and so they're still doing that much damage so imagine yeah. playing it on normal oh my gosh to be like That's half true. health
2: <laughs> you hit. know the way I described i was talking to my son about the combat of this because he was like I'm not really interested and so then I let him try it uh because he has an Xbox series yeah. s in his room he just he just saved up his money from working and he upgraded nice. to a series s and and so, so cool. um he was like thinking about maybe getting this game he' was like I don't know it looks like it's just kind of like like I like the movies but I don't love them it looks like just kind of not that great. And so I let him try it on the PS5, and he was like, this is actually kind of awesome. I was like, yeah, it is pretty awesome. But as we were talking about it, I was like, they nailed the feel of this game already, right away, with the, con- with the early combat and early exploration. The way that I think Fallen Order nailed the feeling of Star Wars, like the combat yeah. and the movie. Like, there was something about it that just clicked, and I was like, dude, this is Star Wars. This is how it should feel. Yeah, this with is powerful. Harry Potter. With, yeah. And this yeah. feels like feel Harry Potter. So way. like that same yeah. like rush that you get as a fan of that series, and you're like, you know about you're like, dude, they I feel like I'm in this for real, Mm, and so, and it's that same joy that I had playing. It's not even like not even
0: something amazing happened in the beginning. What happened in the beginning? uh, Cutscene where you're being in a car- You're in a carriage that's airborne because it's magic, obviously. But you're being carried by invisible things, and you're like, yeah. what "The hell's going on?" But then, as soon as somebody dies in front of you, those things become visible, which is right. lore from Harry Potter. I go, "Oh, this is a Harry Potter game!" Like yeah. I immediately was like, "They, that, they cared. that little touch." They my daughter called that, to that out that. too
2: because she's playing it. She's actually farther than I am. She's loving this game, um, but she called that out right away. She was, and she actually said she had a big smile on her face. She was like, "I love how they had the festivals show up after the guys." That's out. what they are, festrals. Yeah, Yeah, yeah and uh, i was like you're right that was just a nice touch by someone who's Dude, making by the way that opening
3: talk. was awesome yeah. that opening was so yeah. awesome i didn't yeah. see the that happening i'm like okay they just like what is they're happening in this and they're talking and then oh i thought it would be boom. all
2: talking and then you would land at the school like i thought it would just be yeah, yeah. just no I, a
3: generic our open
0: world rpg intro yeah. where it's like and here's this but no a dragon comes at you then you're transported somewhere else then you're at the bank then yeah. oh my god, dude! It's crazy how much stuff. Yeah, happens. It's, just, it's a it's very, it's like, a
4: very spectacular opening. Yeah, yeah like yeah.
3: so again. Not a big Harry Potter fan, but I've been to uh, the Harry park Harry Potter like theme parks. Oh, well, nice! The parks, That's the rad. Park, I'm like so a thousand times. So when <laughs> we got to like Hogsmeade,
4: sounds like he loves it. <laughs>
3: well, I, I actually do. Like, I. I it sounds
4: rad. It. Yeah. I, again, I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan. i always wanted to go to there because I like the. It, it looks amazing. Like, yeah. Yeah, I think I just, I just love, love really it. themed and things. Butterbeer i really
0: want to try that most of all that and uh i want to get my own wand but i know that's like a lot of money so is butterbeer
2: pretty not, much like is it like really a? There,
1: it's worth paying the is it like a cream sh-
2: is it like a cream soda malt kind of a thing basically or what is it?
3: it's like a cream soda with like a froth like topping yeah.
2: okay that's
1: what it's I thought. Really
3: good. it's really good but um anyways the reason i bring that up is because the first time i walked into like Hogsmeade, i was like maybe i'm a huge fan of of like harry potter and i just (laughs) yeah this feels so good and like when you do like when you complete like little tasks and it does that little
1: like that little magic silhouette
3: i'm like this is so freaking cool like it pulled up so much nostalgia from being in those harry potter i say theme parks but the areas of the of the theme parks which were all harry potter and it that's what's playing the whole time. Like, you feel like you're in a Harry Potter movie when you're in the theme park. When I'm playing this game, I feel like I'm in the movie. Like, they've nailed everything.
4: The music's yeah. really good in this game. Oh, yeah, like, the music's very, very fantastic. Good. Yeah. It's just from the ambient stuff, from just walking around to yeah. the big it moments. It changes, where... too. When you're in the Room of Requirement,
0: yeah. it's something a little more nutty, and it's oh, yeah. like, playful. Nice. Uh, nice. And it's cool. cool, by the way. The Room of requirements yeah so cool man like i mean i got like uh so far i only have like a potions desk and a small pot, uh whatever plant desk and then i got a large plant and that's it that's because there's so much money they're like thousands of dollars to make these things so uh or coins in-game coins um so i only have that and then like some chairs or whatever (laughs) but like it's still so cool that you can like customize it at your will like using spells and stuff just like make stuff disappear change the color change the theme of the whole room they didn't need to add all this stuff that's my point is like they added all this stuff to show that they cared about harry potter yeah, in the world
1: feels,
3: this feels like, like it. you feel it this on the feels screen. like mm-hmm. a developing team that was like look we already know we're going to make a ton of money off this but we right? don't yeah. care we just want to make like an actual fun game like we are gamers i'm not saying this is actually who they are it just feels this way it We does. are gamers we want to make a good Harry Potter. Yeah, they're like game.
2: no one's made one of these yet. No one's made a e- truly excellent Harry Potter game yet. Yeah, like there's, yeah. there's I, there there are, are
0: our favorites because of being like I mean for yeah. me being fans of the books and the movies. There's, like,
4: there's been
2: some fun ones, but a handful full of favorites. There's been no, there's yeah. been no like I've never dude, this played is a Harry Potter game this is I'm universally like, excellent. Like there's yeah a very, no yeah this is
4: just a good though, game yeah. and it's a really good open world game and just even the way that the the world is unfolding to you know we all. We're all get. We're all hours in. You know, some of us more than others, but it seems like none of us are into like the deep open world portions of it. You know what I mean? So it's like the way that they just kind of like spoon feed you. Yeah. Uh, the way yeah, that the world I'm, opens up before hours you. And stuff in like and I'm that. just. I'm just now seeing that bigger open world the, it's, the an, it's an it's an incredible pace yeah. it's one of the yeah. most it's one of the best. and Witcher kind of did the same thing where it's like hey here's a small open area yeah. that like this is kind of a taste of what but like it, it's just it, there's something to be said about the way that a game dumps you into it's like bigger like yeah. um ideas and stuff like that and this game nails it in every way and again as someone who doesn't know any of the jargon or anything like that the game meets me on my terms and like i'm picking up on the lingo like by the end of this, I'm gonna be a Harry Potter dude. You know what yeah, I'm like I'm gonna. <laughs> You're gonna know. When people talk about Harry stuff, Potter, I'm gonna, gonna know crazy. what they're talking about. Finally, you know what well, I mean? It's, because... the,
2: it's the little touches that make it feel like that world. It's the, things like the paintings moving but talking to you, and the the ghosts oh flying around. Do like, the
0: knights? The knights the are so touches.
2: funny. The the, you the can enchanted knights that are just like yeah. dancing sometimes or like well they're like arguing I could have sworn and... I saw one move and elbow the other and then they stopped when I when I looked at it. yeah like
4: yeah it was I saw one push the other Sorry. one over completely and the other one gets up and he goes
2: what was that for you know like it's just
4: <laughs> it's and it's and it's so random and I you know sometimes I don't know if something's talking at me or to me or something like yeah, that yeah. so like I'll stop dead in my juggle who said that you know, like, yeah yeah exactly it's just super immersive the, um, for
0: example each of the flu uh the flu flames that you can fast travel through every time you spawn somewhere there's actually a face there that can talk to you yeah i didn't realize that the whole time i'm like who the hell's talking and it's like oh there's a face on the flu flame okay i didn't know i didn't know that and also the gargoyles say some of the funniest stuff too like they're like can't believe they put me next to this stupid painting and stuff like it's just so funny uh hearing some of the statues and stuff um i wanted to mention as well the upgrade system like because i think uh, i don't remember what level it is or what story moment but eventually you do unlock traits and that allows you to upgrade certain spells and, uh, but but they're all kind of broken up by sections like there's a dark art section that allows you to apply curses to enemies and um, and so like example uh when you primarily you can use it most beneficially to when you're countering and uh, you parry and do a counter spell and your counter spell stupefy curses them and when an enemy is cursed they take more damage so definitely do that and also do all the upgrades for additional spell sets because right now when you start the game right you start with four spells um and you can upgrade to up to four spell sets meaning you can have up to what is that i can't do math right now what's four times four (laughs) 16 you can have up to 16 spells like you just toggle basically you hold the right bumper and you you know press up right down left on the d-pad and you can toggle between certain spells so like sometimes your battle's going to get chaotic because it's like no i want to try this spell now no i want to try this one uh, it just depends on how much that's what the assignments unlock basically if you do extra assignments from your teachers uh you get to unlock way more spells that the story won't let you see basically like um i got one that's like it freezes your enemies literally like a glacier like it freezes them um
1: oh, and cool. that's
0: awesome like it, there's just so many god dang there's so much stuff in this game man it's kind of yeah. blown my mind
2: yeah it's really exciting, too, because they they talk about things that are way outside of Hogwarts, like the one friend you meet, uh, Natty, I think her name is, yeah. um, and she, she talks she's the one that plays her...
0: the, uh, the, the game with you, the
2: yeah. Accio yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she talks about her school of witchcraft and wizardry down in Uganda, how it's way bigger. And they don't use wands down there. Like she just I had a chat. Like I don't know if you guys did that, but like if you chat yep. with her about that stuff, I did she'll chat with her. Explain yeah. how her school is like much much bigger. They don't use wands, but you know it kind of looks cool that they use wands here. So I'm used to like. So that, that made me start thinking like, oh, there's a, a huge world outside of Hogwarts. Yeah. Like, I, I love yeah. the idea of. Like my mind already, even though I'm so early in this game, I'm already mm-hmm. thinking like, "Ooh, what, what do they do next?" Like I can't wait to explore oh, like, more of the Wizarding World. That reminds world, me, you know? there's
0: a dueling, uh, there's a dueling club or whatever, and they're like kind of like a the secret books.
2: club or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
0: but yeah. I beat all of them. I beat all those side quests already. And uh, at the end, they're like, "I was bragging about my skills," and the guy I was talking to, uh, who's like a third year, so he's like hasn't hit puberty yet. Puberty yet. But he was like, um, well, if you think you're that good, you should go to Durmstrang. And Durmstrang is the school where it's like a military school with dudes, nothing but dudes. And they're just yeah. like – they're just the most dangerous wizards on the planet. When they, come, they
2: come marching in during the fourth movie, they're doing like the Russian march with yeah. the big leader up front. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Those guys
0: are uh, those guys are a danger and sponge. Hey man, yeah. set the next game there. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> I yeah. want to see what the hell that school's about. Or
2: or La a San Andreas, where they have like three schools that you can go between or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Um, there's,
0: yeah. I, there's just so much going on in this game. I I like, I'm getting like lost because I'm so far ahead. Uh, I'm getting kind of lost. Mm-hmm. And like what I want to talk about, but uh, we it could be safe to move on. I don't know. It's
2: up you know, to what? and the only the only drawbacks of this game so far are, like the vo- the face animations while they're talking, and it's not. Yeah, it's not. I shouldn't say drawback. That's it's not an all over the time. Exa- though, it's an over-exaggeration. It's more just like it's not excellent. It's not like yeah. to the level of you just play God of War or even. The second Horizon game has a huge step up in their facial animations from their first game. So like Yeah, they're
0: not so much just doing gestures, repeating gestures that don't right. match the words. Yeah. Right. right. So but, but again, in Hogwarts Legacy, I will say the cutscene, the actual cinematic cutscenes look awesome. And then as right. soon as you
2: start the doing stuff. the
0: Yeah, it's it's like the in-game question and answer stuff right. that's like well, they just look robotic, you know. Yeah,
2: which like, is totally fine. It has a little bit of a you know last gener like a, a good looking last generation game vibe yeah. to it. As they're talking, it's not bad. Don't get me wrong. I agree. But I was trying to think of like, hey, are there any ways to make it make sure people don't think we're just gushing about it because we just mm-hmm. want to be positive? Like, no, it's truly an excellent game. It's deserving of the almost 90 it has on Metacritic. Uh, yeah. I think it's at an 89 yeah. at its we'll highest level. We'd
3: have a 90 if we didn't have a lot of stupid reviewers that were.
2: Agreed. Dude, yeah, yes, there
3: was agree. one that was
0: like they literally started the review with like, "I hate everything about this game existing," like, yeah. and I'm like, so they gave it a one out of ten, and it's like, okay, you're yeah. you're telling me the game is so, literally so one out of ten. Be, that sounds like no, a user review. Not.
2: Like, let that be a user. review. That's not a yeah, yeah, professional yeah, exactly. Hey, yeah, exactly. Hey, that's our next tryhard tracker, you guys. Is game there we go. Also,
0: I wanted to mention that I I know why I. Felt I was missing something. Uh, the puzzles in the game—they're totally optional, but there are some doors that you'll see that have math equations on them. Um, I highly recommend at least googling those and figuring those out because I can't explain it verbally. You'll just have to read about it. Oh. Um, but because yeah, that, that nets you a lot of a lot of extra coin and a, a good gear. Uh, and then there's the the chests that are eyes, and they have like eyes. In the, and as soon as you come up close to them, they lock. They latch to the chests. Um, those only have coin in them so uh the way to get those is you use the uh disillusion what is it called disillusion yeah. charm where you can go invisible it,
2: yeah.
0: yeah um yeah you can make yourself invisible and you can sneak up to it and open it so that's that's like sometimes you have to look these things up to find out what the hell am i supposed to do here and then there's a uh, merlin trials which allow your inventory your gear inventory slots to go up increase oh, so nice. now i'm at because that 20 is a stupid number that's a really low number so i'm up i'm up to 28 now and i, I rarely get full yeah
4: and get in the habit of like if you're not using that piece of gear sell it because like it's sell not it. doing you any yeah. it's not doing you any good in your mm-hmm. inventory and it's super quick to fill up your inventory and destroying it nets you nothing like in some games exactly. it might give you material or something like that no you're just like you're like wasting money which is kind of mm-hmm. hard to come by in the early hours of the game mm-hmm. i know later as you start like poaching animals or whatever um well, you're like that, yeah you can grab animals and then sell them and, and whatnot. Like uh, that's a good way to make money, but like until then there's no consistent way to make money outside of just exploring and everything like that. So make sure you're selling and everything. So that's interesting. I didn't know that the Merlin trials trials gave you a bigger inventory because that will clear a, up a lot do. of my problems too. Yeah,
0: now I'm at a point where it's like <clears throat> I did two and that gave me four extra slots. I did six, that gave me four extra slots. Now I'm up to like, okay, go that's, go fight ten more and I'm like, Oh my god, thing 10 I more. like about this game
3: is um so a lot of games i won't do challenges like anything Mm -hmm. that i have to like research or read i'm like nope just if it doesn't (laughs) like just happen organically or you give me an absolute reason to do it i'm not gonna do it this game doesn't sound like very
2: souls-like of you but continue (laughs) (laughs) i'm
1: only
3: souls-like in souls games (laughs) fair fair Um, enough fair enough but like for this game like the the challenges are kind of just unlocking themselves as I progress naturally
1: yeah mm -hmm. and
3: everything that I'm doing I want to do so I'm just like running into stuff and I'll just be like okay that looks interesting I do it and then I'll be like boom completed this challenge boom completed this challenge and then I go into the challenge and look at it and I you receive this reward you receive this reward and I'm like Hey, these are things I actually want. And so now I'm looking at the challenges and going, okay, I want to do this, even though I normally wouldn't do it. Now I'm going, I want that reward, so I want to do that. Exactly. So
4: Yeah, yeah. I just
3: feel like again, I know I'm gloating or whatever, but I am blown away by how good everything is. Now I'm only <laughs> I'm only in my first four hours. So yeah. Maybe in 15, 20 hours, I'll be like this. It'll games.
0: increase for you, I think. It only may, gets I, worse. It's all downhill. Yeah, cool. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm a little worried that I'm still in the first third and then like by close to the end of the second third I'll be like, Oh god, we're still doing this. I'm <laughs> hoping it doesn't have that effect on me. But, but I feel
1: like but it's so, so far the reward like,
0: system is really good.
3: I feel like it's gonna be how I play every open world game, and that is I get obsessed with just doing everything and leveling my character up and getting the best loot. And then something switches, which normally, to be honest, it's, hey, this other game's coming out. I need to finish this because I like to finish things before I move on to something else. Um, And so that's when I'll just start mainlining the story. And that's why a lot of times I'll switch to open world games. I'll go, all right, I'm going to play on easy now because I want no resistance so i imagine that's what's going to happen with this game i'm going to absolutely love my first 10 15 hours do everything level up get as badass loot as i can right get really good at the combat and then i'm going to be like you know what i really want to see how the story plays out because i also want to play other games Mm -hmm. and same
0: same here i yep i feel the same way so
3: i definitely will do that and then eventually because you guys know me i've been on this podcast long enough i usually go back and play these open world g- games if they're good enough i play them again and my second playthrough because i already know everything i'm usually not rushing and i'm just like enjoying the game again right. so i i, I kind of see this game as being that type of game where it's like i'm absolutely loving how they're drawing me into everything i'm loving everything i'm blown away by everything it's the best game i've played so far this year
0: definitely
3: um, I mean, I know we're February 10th, but we've also But there's had, still been
0: some good the games. It's been, been a big years. year already. i have yeah. already
3: played like three or four really good releases this year. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So this is a really, really good, and one one of those at the end of the year, Well, I will say to everybody, this was unexpected. This is a surprise release yeah. for me.
0: Even for those of us that were excited for it, like this was like one of my number one or two most anticipated year, I still didn't expect it to be like this level this of good... good.
4: Yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I was excited for it. I was but,
0: like, like
2: nervous, excited for it. I was like, please don't be bad. Please. Don't well, be I know bad. that's all <laughs>
0: of
4: us were saying that up
0: until uh-huh. release. We were like, oh god, it please don't It feels like
3: guy. where we are with games, media, and stuff like that. No, we're not talking. Games. I'm not. I'm not even in talking about the the crap with this game. I'm yeah. talking about general games media. There's a lot of negative Nancys out there, so it's really hard to release where?
1: A, <laughs> <you> know,
3: <laughs> a high... <laughs> High reviewing game because a lot of people will just hate on you just to hate on you. So,
1: yeah, and this yeah. game
3: had all the reasons in the world to be hated by games media, and yet, still, for the most part, yeah. yes, there are some slow or low ballers that I thought were ridiculous, but most of them are eights and above. And they're saying this, they're singing the praises it's, of this it's game. It's
0: crazy to think about the controversy, which we're not going to dive into. I'm not, you don't
1: need to, nobody. It.
0: Um, it's interesting that. Even despite the controversy, it's still reviewed that well. That really speaks to how undeniable yeah, and,
4: the game is. Yeah, and while well, I'm aware of the controversy and stuff like that, like, most stuff I see is very positive, you know Correct. what I mean? Whether yeah. it's a review or someone talking about it or the three of y'all gushing about it, you know, like it's just yeah. like it's...
0: My feel TikTok like there's seat is now full of people like glowing. Did you know it's you this the, can most, it's in the game? Streamed, like, it's, it's the most
4: streamed game right yeah. now. It's one of the most it's a, it's best-selling IP. Remi- it's Cyberpunk, a good reminder you know? that like, sometimes
2: the squeakiest wheels don't represent a majority of people so sometimes it's better just to let them squeak away and be there whining yeah. whatever well, we about that.
1: I, I think i think though, sometimes so
2: i'm yeah. guilty of this i think everyone on this podcast is guilty that sometimes we assign too much to just a loud small very small subset of loud voices about a thing we're like man people are mad about this and it's like actually there's only like four people out of the millions are mad about it. They're just loud and have a big microphone. So, like, yeah. some, sometimes that's the case. And four is an exaggeration, but you know what I'm saying. Like, it's... Yeah. It's no, it happens sp- all the time. time. happens all the time. But, you know, it's, it's great to see how well this one's doing. You guys actually gave me an idea for our next Try Hard Tracker segment. We're going to find games that are universally beloved. So, like, we'll have to set, like, a... If they're like an eighty-eight or eighty-seven and above a Metacritic, let's find the most try-hard reviews on those and we'll we'll rank the most try hard reviews.
1: There's of- a of find us the, too. Uh, the
0: equivalent <laughs> there's an equivalent yeah, of uh, of that in movies. And there's this reviewer named Armand White, who every movie that had like hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes for several weeks, yeah, he's the one that goes no it's terrible and then like drops tanks (laughs) that freaking score so it goes at 98 get out for example get out was at 100 percent for several weeks and then he turned into his review and it it dropped it down and everybody was like his review it
2: doesn't even make sense it's just like it's not as good as everybody says so therefore it's rotten that's where those aggregate those (laughs) aggregate sites need to be a little more aware like all right don't count this guy because yeah
3: Exactly. Yeah. This guy's just a try that's guy. why I've learned and I'm not saying I didn't care about reviews before. I absolutely did. I used to fight on social media about
1: oh me too. way and more stuff yeah
3: <laughs> all the time because I really did care about like how could you say this game is bad if I love it now I'm like, okay, don't get me wrong I still watch reviews I still check meta but I'm like I kind of want to form my own opinion now so i don't actually want to go in with any clouded version of what i'm about ready to experience so i like to experience things on my own so even if i'll check a score or something like that i usually won't read the review because i don't want to know your opinion i don't want to know why you don't like it and all that stuff um unless it's a game i'm like scared to buy like wanted dead like that's coming out
2: i want to buy it but i'm still like is it really going to be good or yeah, is it I got bad it is it is going to be good it is going to be good
3: but for this game i was like i don't want to be clouded by anything so i didn't i didn't pay attention to what anybody said and i just went into with my own low expectations and i absolutely loved it and i yeah. i think that's the best way to approach most games is if you're uncertain about something and you want actual feedback to help you buy something totally understandable but don't let other people's opinions cloud your enjoyment because right. you're like, well, they don't like it. Why do I like it? Something's mm. wrong with me. No, just like it if you like it. If you don't yeah. like it and everybody else likes it, don't be a tryhard. But, you know, don't like
0: it. I, I find that people – and this is mainly coming from the movie sphere because that's kind of what I pay attention to more uh, – The uh, The main example from last year was everything everywhere all at once. People were letting the praise of that movie, some people that I know personally, were letting the praise of that movie get too loud and taking it, like weighing it into their experience watching the movie for the first time. And it's like, guys, that's on you. Like, that's not on the people that love the movie. I'm sorry. Like, I mean, it's the same thing for games. It's really on you
2: how you take the information. Whether it's negative or positive. If you yeah. take too yeah. much on of other people. You're choosing opinions, the baggage you
4: bring in with you. That actually yeah.
3: happened with that movie. I still haven't finished that movie and again, I didn't know what I was getting into when I watched it. So I didn't know what the movie was about, but I heard nothing but great things from specifically you guys, but other people too, and so I started yeah, watching it
0: like, pretty loud. Yeah.
3: This isn't that great. This isn't that great. And then I just walked away from it, and I'm like, I'll just watch it again when I'm in the mood. Maybe I'm just not in the mood to watch a movie and pay attention. Because sometimes that happens. Sometimes I'll put a movie on, and I'm like, I'm not even Yeah,
0: Yeah, that's kind of in my phase right now, because last month was Sundance for me, and I logged like 100-something entries for the month of January in terms of movies yes. on Letterboxd. So like now I'm in a phase of like, I can't pay attention. to Like, there's a movie that I talked about with Kyle on Current Cinema... I didn't even finish it. I just know the movie really well. Like so, like I got like a three fourths of the way through it, and I was like, I'm not really in the mood to sit down and watch a movie right now. I kind of want to just play this game forever. There you go. <laughs> yeah.
4: yeah,
2: it happens. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. so it's fair to say Hogwarts Legacy is a very good game. We'll be talking about it more in the coming weeks because it is such a big game. It's an open world RPG. So much to explore. Yeah. We'll be talking. And, more. and
0: it's incentivizing replays because we already know you're going to have four different experiences. Right, depending on the house you're in. So yeah, that's interesting.
2: Yeah, yep. so there's good replay value there if you enjoy your time. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there you go. Hogwarts Legacy has delivered in beyond, I think, uh, what we were expecting. Yeah, definitely. So looking, looking forward to playing that some more uh, over the next few weeks. Another game that came out, we'll talk about the Nintendo Direct um, here in a little bit, but I just wanted to throw out Metroid Prime Remastered since that's a new release. That's a pretty major release that they shadow dropped during the Direct would not have expected that like if someone were to be like here's what i here's my dream list i'd, l- I'd like roll my eyes at that one like really you're saying metroid prime you shadow dropping Metroid, yeah right <laughs> sure sure they are it was um, really
3: cool because i saw gaston post before
2: the direct that he all he, did. he wanted was metroid he was <laughs> he like got i just it. want metroid
4: and yeah. to actually be able to get
1: metroid prime like not only an
4: announcement about it but like he hey, just wanted to hear something but he got to yeah. play it that day if he bought it i don't know uh, but you
2: he know did. like he most bought people physical who... On, which comes out in two weeks. What are you doing, bro? Yeah, bro you
1: true. say this with all excited, the excited to find what
2: the damn doing? game. Bro. Okay, but <laughs> to be fair. If you're a Metroid fan, you know that those games, like for example, the the Wii trilogy of Metroid mm-hmm. Prime games, became impossible to find just a short sure. while after yeah, it came that's
4: out. That's smart. That's a good point. So
2: I kind of understand the the people who are like no i'm getting a physical version and you cannot take this from me like i kind of physical get
4: versions of nintendo games will always be worth something so not a bad investment not know. a bad investment true, but true. so i downloaded this so think you know, of those cartridges too.
2: so i downloaded this and played it right away thinking like oh this will be a really cool higher res version of a 21 year old game this game came out in Twenty one years
1: 2002. Not
0: playing that game that's crazy
2: 2002, this game came out on the GameCube. And then, of course, it was re-released as part of the Metroid Prime trilogy on Wii. I think that was in 2009, something like that, that, somewhere in that range. Um, And so, but we haven't had an entry in the Metroid Prime series since 3, since 3 came out. All three of those games are great. I played them all on the Wii, loved it, even with the Wii controllers, the controls. I know people don't love the, the aim at the screen controls all the time, but I thought it played pretty great. Uh, using those controls, I enjoyed it. So apparently,
4: I you can still do that with the Nunchuk or the, the Switch or whatever.
2: You can, yeah. So I yeah. Like, I, I I turned this the on thinking thinking it would be like a fun nostalgic half hour of my time, and then I'd probably be like, all right, maybe I'll come back and play it someday later. So I fired it up, and I was blown away right away. I was like, this looks like a new game. Like it looks like if you would have told me like, hey, here's a trailer for Metroid Prime Four, and shown me clips and screenshots from this i would have believed you because again it's on the switch right keep in mind it's on the switch the switch has limited capacity of what it can do i I get that Mm -hmm. but i'm playing on handheld on the oled and i'm just the, the lighting and the the clearness of the textures i just can't believe it and it runs super smooth it's like it's running so smoothly and so as i'm playing it i'm just like this looks like a new game so yes i know it says remastered but it plays and looks way better than it should i i have no idea how they how they did this in secret and then just now announced it and released it yeah yeah it sounds like more
4: went into it than just like slapping an hd button you know like turning the hd button or whatever the the controls
2: are totally different if if you guys played the originals um it they they designed it to be an adventure game that's got some first-person shooting combat in it but it wasn't built to be a first-person shooter this feels like a modern first-person shooter while maintaining kind of their adventure, you know, explore and scan. And you're going to find all kinds of doors and pathways you can't access yet. You have to come back with a new power. Very much. Met- of course that's classic Metroid.
1: Yeah.
2: And so, um, so it still maintains that Metroid adventure feel, but it plays like a fantastic first person shooter. And I, the lock on, cool. I think some folks who are first person shooter purists, Will hate the lock on, but I think the lock-on is pretty awesome because it actually enables you to do this really cool strafing and dodging moves while you're locked on to an enemy, which I think is really awesome. You can kind of quickly circle around because a lot of enemies are in these circular arenas. And so that makes it really easy to and it makes you feel really strong right away. You feel very powerful uh, as you're locking on to everything. So I love it, man. I'm I'm only just now getting to the second boss. I'm not that far into it. Um but I absolutely love it. I think the what what's cool too is that um, the campaign. Have you guys played this game? Like, have you guys finished played and finished this game? Uh,
4: I played it, it back it in the day. I'm I'm not game, a huge yeah. fan of this series, but I didn't like these types of games growing up. So like, this is one I'm eager to try as okay. like an adult with like. So different you wouldn't be like, yeah, I remember the story of that. Like, that no, you were, uh, no, 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 no. I played I, I played beat long. the first game, but it's not something that I have like a, a lot of memories of, sadly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i think it's a and really bought, i bought
3: this version though I
4: went ahead and it. Yeah, yeah i'm th- excited to play this version just because again like a, a lot of my gaming sensibilities have changed since this game came out 20 years ago <laughs> you know yeah. so i'm it's That's something i'm really I excited feel. to to play yeah,
2: the I've metroid games they've no. always uh kind of leaned a little bit into just little touches of of horror with their sci-fi yeah and it's not total it's not like dead space it's not like grotesque but there's just kind of like this tension and they make you wait till you see certain monsters and there's like it's very quiet something's it has abandoned like a or
3: Returnal like eternal vibe to me i'm not saying they're the same but
2: i always i, felt I could see that i could see that yeah well, yeah, well you're, you're like metroid.
4: you're you're crash landing on a planet right like it's like they're they're kind of similar like things that you're doing in that game and yeah, you know? this has the
2: classic metroid story where you are sent to answer this distress beacon and then things go awry as you're exploring the space station and then you, of course, lose all your powers. You start with a bunch of abilities and you lose them all because of things that happen. And, you, and that's. Hey, it is
3: Returnal. What the hell did I buy this for? <laughs> uh,
2: and it's. But it, it, the way that they um, throw you into kind of this jungle type atmosphere. And again, it doesn't look amazing. It's not going to look like a, a, a new console game. But it, for a Switch game, I'm really impressed with how it looks
1: especially note knowing...
4: does a really good job of locking into these art styles that are 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 in some ways ageless and timeless you yeah. know and this this seems like it's a really good example of that there's,
2: there's plenty of examples of like just kind of flat terrain that's not going to knock your socks off it's totally fine but then it's it's more about like the lighting and the enemies and the movement and just the smoothness of it Ah, uh, some of the corridors you go through, the detail they've added into the textures, like it's those kinds of things. There's there's still elements that are like, all right, that's a little dated, but like, a game that's dubbed remaster from a 20 year old game, holy smokes, man! Like they knocked it out of the park. That
1: man. that
4: term is getting more and more like nebulous, right? Like I uh, think, I feel like, like it remaster, is, yeah. just it just feels like you know we we've had a lot of examples lately where I'm like, well, this feels really like a lot of work went into this, you <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> Yeah. um you know like crisis core like comes to, to i'm like are you sure this is not a remake like it yeah, just yeah. feels like y'all put a that's lot of a great time into that's this. a great
2: example yeah
4: um so yeah I, i'm kind of liking i'm liking that more and more as as um um you know more games are coming out and kind of like a little more tender uh, love and care is going into them yeah.
2: so if you do play <laughs> this i highly recommend using headphones as well the sound design is just amazing you can tell that they really increased and improved the way that this i mean the music of course is awesome like, Jeff, if nothing else, I think you'd like the soundtrack of this. It's got a really cool I the soundtrack being good. The, yeah. the Metroid tune is classic, but they do some revamps on that. That are just, It's really good. Also, if you're a Halo fan, and for some reason you never played Metroid, like, I really do think this is a great this game. This is
3: actually why I bought it. That's exactly why I bought it. And I was waiting for you to finish, and I was going to say, this gives me, like, you're like, well, it's not like the most beautiful game. I'm like, dude, I absolutely loved replaying all the Halo games. Yeah. This is what I feel like this is this is me Yeah, Halo.
2: Uh, honestly, it's it it's very much like when I replayed Halo two and three, where it's mm-hmm. like these games still look really good. Like they hold up well. They don't but look they're like they're not
3: modern like games. Bre- yeah, they're not yeah, yeah. like
2: right. modern games. But you're like, like dude you this is smooth, right? smooth, right? It's just, it's just smooth game gameplay games. and it's and it's fun, like, the story is interesting and same same vibes here too. So yeah um so so good oh, excellent what so it's like really... what an
4: absolutely outstanding surprise by nintendo loved it Just this has job. been
2: two for two on the big three delivering on surprises so far this year you know with hi-fi rush and now with this one i i'm loving the surprises keep them coming for 2023 um one, th- one more thing i'll mention is that this was developed by retro who of course we know was given the reins for metroid prime 4 and so i do wonder how much of this I wonder if we should expect something like this, just you know the next level, right, for Metroid Prime mm-hmm. four. And if this is if this is a precursor to remakes of two, you know, remasters of two and three, and then a, a launch for four. We have a lot of amazing experiences. Ahead that of.
4: That's got to cool. be coming. Two and three is like they're probably yeah, already ready, and they're just gonna sprinkle them out over the next year or two. You know, three is yeah.
2: one of the one of the best games I've played, and I'm not like first person games. I play so good. Three is amazing. Yeah, I hear that good stuff like,
4: about that six six one. And I, I never made it that far in the series, so like those would be the ones I'm super interested in in checking out.
2: And what you were mentioning <laughs> earlier, Kyle. Yes, you can switch controls because, of course, the Switch. Yeah. You know, uh, little joy cons can be used as we they are very accurate. So you can point at the screen and do that whole deal if that's what you want to do. Um, and you can also switch to GameCube controls. Some people like those, but that oh. that feels more old school. Like I never loved the way it controlled on GameCube. That's why I never got into it until it was on the Wii. It's a lot more like when you're aiming, you stop moving so there's just it's just a weird system that they set up on gamecube but if you're used to that if that's your thing you can switch to those controls i love the modern controls that it defaults to
4: yeah see i think i think those type of quality of life changes are gonna like be the tipping point of like maybe the things i had hang-ups with back in the day yeah so that's 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 super cool
2: yeah, that's I understand why people kind of skipped it. They're like, this isn't quite the first-person experience that I wanted. Now it does have some platforming stuff, but not any more than like you would see. And like the Halo games had elements of that too, where you could jump yeah, on platforms yeah. and like move. You have to raise bridges and stuff like that. So it's got elements of that, probably more than a Halo game would, but not as much as like I thought Doom Eternal went a little overboard with their platforming. They added in. And so I don't think it's to that level, but so anyway, you know, I'm
1: a, and
4: I'm a big scanner now. Like I like scanning in games, yeah. so it's scan like scan everything. Oh, that, you mean that, like every, that, two, every
0: two seconds? You're doing Revelio and Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just doing every five seconds, yeah. you
3: know, like, 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 the like game's like, dude, it's just grass. there's, yeah, just grass right. just, there's nothing around.
1: <laughs> the same you orange thing that you can't you get to, to go. is go. still underneath you. You're, yeah. you're just yeah.
2: running into a wall, Ravello. Please, it's
4: just a wall. So
1: leave the wall
4: alone. I think a lot of the things about that game, I'm I'm gonna really enjoy these days. So like I, that's what I'm really excited to get to, uh, yeah, and bring so on good. two and three like right away, please.
2: Yeah, so <laughs> good. Um, I'm re- I'm really loving it. So I'm hopeful. I don't see why they wouldn't make two and three. Oh, yeah, I like I have to, right? I'm have to, right? They up. are
3: doing it, but I think it would be cool if they were to release two six months later, three six months later, and then no. and then four, four six months later, which would be mm-hmm. what. Uh, Winter of 2024.
2: Yeah, I could see 4 maybe being like a swan song type of a game for the Switch before they launch into their next console, which hopefully is the Switch 2 of some some sort. But yeah, I'm with you. I think that kind of cadence would make sense, um, and it would be amazing if they did that. I think it would be awesome. So... Highly recommend that. It's 40 bucks, if that interests you. Again, it's a Nintendo game. It's not likely to go on a steep sale, although maybe you'll get like a 20% off over the holidays or something. But
3: This, these, this one will go on sale. It just won't ever be like... It
2: might 90, go down to like 30 90, or something. It you won't know? be like, like a
3: base price of nineteen ninety nine 99 for like 10 years.
2: Yeah, right. No, if anything, it'll go up in price after 10 years. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so
3: they'll take the digital Nintendo tax.
4: Physically.
2: That's how they do it. All right, we got. We'll talk about other stuff. We're playing a lot of demos that have come out, but we'll get to that towards the end. Um, Before we move into some headlines and talk to Nintendo Direct, just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on The Last of Us episode four. Well, five did air today. Some of you might have had a chance to watch it. I have not, so we won't really dive into five yet. But what'd you guys think of four? A much shorter episode and just a much different focus compared to the highly lauded and and applauded uh, episode three. What do you guys think of episode four? I think
3: it was a good uh, follow-up to what three was. And we talked about three a lot last week and it was a longer episode. It was clearly uh, less violent. It was more Mm -hmm. about love.
1: It was more about characters. Um, Four is quicker episode.
3: And I... I wouldn't say it was like overly violent, but it had action, which has not been like at the forefront of the show so far. So I thought it was a nice like action episode. I would say, and I enjoyed it. Now, now there's some subtle differences from the game, like when when they uh, when he realizes that that guy's not really injured and and drives through and all that stuff. You know, in the game there's like fifteen
4: enemies, and in the, in the show there's like what two three. or three
3: yeah he just yeah. To,
0: yeah he just saw the second person on the roof and he was like that's enough that's enough uh evidence for yeah. me. let's run him over
4: yeah. he's probably yeah. done stuff like that before to survive you know right yeah. tactic, I,
2: kyle i thought the same thing i was like what if in the show they somehow say like maybe she'll ask him like how did you know and maybe she won't but if he was like did. that was me and tess and she i did that
4: yeah she did she actually
3: yeah, asked yeah that's asked him, oh i missed
2: so. that yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, she said, "How did you know that guy wasn't really hurt?" He I've said, been on both sides. i oh, on both Oh, that's sides. right. He did say I've been on yeah. both
2: sides. That's right. That's right. Which <laughs> was
3: actually straight from I think the game. I think they. That's awesome. they, they love it. It.
4: Yeah, a lot of that stuff was
3: was very similar. There's actually yeah. a lot of
0: great stuff in the episode from the game. Like yeah, that yeah. they put that they they took even, like the stuff that we like love, the
2: store, like the little convenience store. We,
0: they took the stuff that we love from. Ellie, like her silliness and the joke book and all that stuff. They put it in the show. Like, verbatim. Really
4: verbatim. Yeah, the pun yeah. book is great. Yeah. Dude,
3: I live off puns. Like, that's my favorite thing. So, like, listening to her read and watching his reactions, I'm like, I would totally. This, and that. it's the same so, that, book,
4: too. They went out of their way to give it like the same cover, like that it is in the game. And they you know, they really, yeah, like they this episode was really emphasizing. Yes, they they did some other stuff to set
0: up uh episode five, which aired today at the time of this recording, but it was really showing that Joel was kind of warming up to Ellie. Like that yeah. was like the main. Well, focus it of
3: ended the on that. Well, it didn't end in, but like towards the end of the show, it ended on yeah. her doing a really funny pun.
4: They shared their the yeah. first like and moment, him, yeah. and
3: him finally laughing, and them both laughing together. So, like you said, like it was a shared moment. So ba- was,
4: barriers like, were broken. Honestly, yeah. yeah.
3: Well, I mm-hmm. like.
2: I thought that the first, at least the first third of the episode, especially they did a good job of reestablishing. Joel and Ellie as the central characters of the show. and then yep. having their relationship start to grow a bit. I thought that was great, um, even when they're laying out there. And he's still in super serious mode. Everything she says is either annoying to him or like he's tired <laughs> of explaining stuff. But then he finishes the punchline of that joke about the scarecrow. Yeah, kind of has a smirk. And that's when the moment I was like, they're they're doing this right. they're they're giving yeah, these little- yeah. These little just kind of feeding you a little bit of like, hey, their relationship is growing just a little bit. And there's actually a
0: really funny moment at the very beginning of episode five, too, that that deals with how Joel Joel's demeanor. Let's put it that way, because she's a a really funny moment. She's a
2: very outgoing, silly teenager who's like saying, jokes. she finds the dirty magazine, like all that kind of stuff that happens. She's still a kid.
4: There's still a childlike, you know, he's just um, like uh, and I think
2: when you play the game, it's. It's tougher. They did a good job of it, though, in the game. It's tougher to have nonverbal reactions in games that hit really, really well. And in a a show, a, a person, in this case, Pedro Pascal, is nailing it where he can just have these very subtle responses to her where you can tell he's like... Kind of annoyed, but also like he likes her because she reminds him a lot of his daughter. Like there's right. just mm-hmm. yeah. there's that he's he can portray that in a way that you don't really pick up on in a game unless you played it twenty times, like most of us. Yeah,
4: practice with Grogu, you know. Now he's got a real actor to he's got a real actor to play off of now. Yeah, like, talking Grogu
2: going around. Yeah. <laughs> I did like this the part it reminded me of Last of Us Two, the part where there's a guy who gets injured and he's begging for his life. And you know, he yeah. learned his name is Brian. And that, that whole scene was very heavy. And it kind of it was super it, heavy. They did a good job of introducing, like, hey, it's not just like uncharted body counts where there's hundreds of people dying and No, it's the weight lies. of taking a life, you know. <laughs> yes.
4: Yeah.
0: And so
2: I, I didn't that a ended up being
0: a, a topic too for like Joel and Ellie later when they talked about taking a life. Well, it was the first
4: act. time that he showcased, like, care for her emotional protection. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. like, up until then, it was all about a physical protection. But Yeah, it was all about,
0: I... you You are a cargo. He
4: literally... Yeah, says, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'm he just did supposed call to get cargo you some... there safely. I mean, yeah, I'm supposed to get you there safely. But now he's, like, worried about what she's going through, like, emotionally and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's, it's a good. Yeah, you see a lot of barriers break down in this episode between them two. And,
2: now, is um... that guy... Uh, with the long beard and long hair. Is that guy who plays Tommy? Because it sounded like him. Yeah, yes. it is. That's Tommy. Yeah. Okay. As soon as I heard him talk, I was like, that sounds like Tommy from the game. What a yeah, beard that to, guy has. What a yeah, guy. I got he my beard like looks a like that when I get older. That yeah. <laughs> yeah, was, was
0: cool. Yeah, I actually really like the casting of uh, uh, Melanie Linsky as like the yeah. lead of that group of rebels because like uh, uh, as the showrunners explained it, they cast her specifically because she comes off more human and, and less... M- malicious and is she just comes off like a human just making decisions? You know what I mean? Like mm. yes, she does have like a revenge vendetta, which they further explain yes. in episode five. But okay, like okay. yeah, yeah. It, but like you get you get the motives and 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 her having like this kind
4: of light voice and stuff. It just does yeah. come off like she's not a somebody, she's not a mustache twirling bad yeah. guy like the governor from Walking yeah. Dead or something like that. You know, like it, it she just feels seems wrong, like
3: and that's that's really yeah. she doesn't come across as like evil or intimidating. Yet at, at one point in the episode, she like walks in that room and just goes
0: <laughs> boom, yeah, you know? just shoots him in the up, yep. yeah, yeah. It's yeah, definitely just, when you when you hear more about it,
2: like you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, all you right. kind of get all it. Right. You're like, oh, I kind of yeah. get what she's doing right, this for. Yeah. <laughs> the, this, the context of that was funny, too. Like, what Derek was talking about, where she's like, Do we need a doctor? Like, no, this guy's dead. And no, this guy was like, gonna all be all be don't dead. Him, regardless. Don't him. Okay, I'll just go shoot him. Cool. Great. Like, That's good news <laughs> for me. Yeah,
1: exactly.
2: yeah. Like, I know there is more to it than that, but like, that just kind of, this context of that moment was kind of funny. but yes, Yeah, it was cool. Um, yeah. this show's great. Overall,
3: man. I thought it was a great episode. It's more my type of episode, but like I said, uh, the tones of three and four, they contrast, and I'm all about
4: contrast. Yeah, so one's like about better. setting up what the stakes are, what are we fighting for, and the other is, like, putting it to the test, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. You guys are going to love this episode. Oh, my out.
0: God, dude. I, 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 mean, I told you all last week, um, I was like, I have a sense that there's going to be a lot of action in the next episode, and uh, just remember that I said that.
2: Because right, there's none, uh, but the yeah, uh, no. he's wrong. Because <laughs> the...
0: I was wrong. It was actually more of Bill and Gay Guy or whatever. I he came. Think... They came
2: back. <laughs> more, they, they actually
4: didn't back. die. They're actually. They were in the bedroom the it's entire time. It's just an time. hour and a half of them boozing. They're, they're still alive. They're just shirtless in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah, I
3: mean, like right. come that's the what I bedroom. said,
4: don't come in the room. Don't Is come like, in. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it's gonna be a mess.
2: They were attached. You know. I think the success of this show completely hinged on the. Uh, what's the word i'm looking for the the way that the main two leads get along their chemistry is what i'm looking for the chemistry between the main two leads joel and ellie are they believable not only are they good actors of course they're going to cast good actors but is their chemistry believable and i think the moments in this episode solidified that i already kind of thought like i think this is a good casting from you know the first their first interactions in the first few episodes of the show but i think this episode kind of solidified like this is a great matchup. Like these yeah. two just fit well. They to... even
0: have great chemistry with in uh, uh, interviews. I mean, in in episode yeah, that too. But like in episode five, uh you you know where the episodes what the episode's gonna show you. And in the video game, they have great chemistry with the new characters that they're introduced to. And and the show replicates that perfectly in episode five. Like I'm mm-hmm. like I believe these that's TV, what I'm you know? yeah, that's what
3: I'm most excited about, is like uh seeing how Episode five plays out as far as I know who's being yeah. introduced into it mm-hmm. um, because they ended four on that. And I was like, this this is another part of the game that's very memorable this,
1: to me. This is a high. Cool. Yeah, this is yeah, a high moment. In the I game, really yeah.
3: liked this. So yeah.
0: This I'm, I'm man, it, it the whole hour and Kyle can attest to this too,
4: flew the f by yeah like it was crazy because i started it's, at yeah. seven when it came out and we start recording with mountain time we start recording at eight and you know 8 30 and i was like oh my god there's only 30 more minutes for the like i just because it felt like there was so much time before yeah. you know we had to start podcasting before it was I started almost like episode. right away
0: they started planning something that they were going to do and then the rest of the episode was just wall-to-wall stress and like thrills uh, and yeah, it was just like, wow, like just they mapped it out perfectly and they showed restraint in the first half of the season deliberately to make it feel like you feel that stress, you know, like yeah. you feel that as your seat type of thrilling moments. Um, God, these guys are just yeah, they got a hit on their hands, man. Yeah, they really yeah big time.
2: They're delivering. That's for sure. All right. Well, let's jump into some headlines. We'll we'll do the Nintendo Direct last uh, for our headlines to t- cover the stuff that was covered there um i'm gonna kind of start at the bottom of the list here work my way up we've got hot wheels rift rally which is a new mixed reality racing game if you don't know what that is remember the mario kart uh racing game where you can set up stuff in your house and then you're actually it's like a sure, like yeah. ar type experience they're doing a mm-hmm. hot wheels one same developer same development team uh, is creating this game for hot wheels uh, it releases march 14th for ps4 ps5 and mobile devices ios specifically um, and you control an RC car that can digitally transform into over 140 Hot Wheels vehicles, uh, priced mm-hmm. at $130. So, if that's your thing, if you kind of like the combination of physical and video game, if you like the Mario Kart, especially, um, I do like Hot Wheels. Like Hot Wheels was a uh, you know a favorite toy of mine, not the favorite, but it was one of the it Same was up here. there. So like micro
0: machines were definitely like collectibles. Yeah. I love the machines. micro machine cities yeah. that would like fold up into like a bucket. I'm yes, like, oh, yeah. the, van. I had the van. I had the van one. I yeah, a, I had a uh, a gasoline tank, and you open yeah. it, and it was like just a town. And there's
2: like a I had one that was kind of right lunchbox, but then would open up to the city with all these tunnels and stuff. Dude, it's too cool.
4: Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: Um, so this is not micro machines. So don't get too excited. This is Hot Wheels. Hot Wheels. Micro machines best. Boo. Yeah, that comes out on March 14th um You guys all watched this. I'm the only one who didn't. That's nine minutes of Star Wars Jedi Survivor gameplay has been released. You're a, <sighs> big, fan. You're um, a big fan. Gee, goodness.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, my reasoning is twofold. One is I just didn't make time to. But number two is I was kind of like, I'm okay not seeing how it plays. I'm gonna buy this thing day one and play it. Like I don't necessarily mm. need you to sell me more on it. I don't I, need to get more yeah, hyped get about it. So like I. I didn't really do it as a purist. Like, I just want to experience it for myself, but I was not, I didn't feel rushed to go. It's kind of like
3: how. we've talked about about this before where we don't, we don't. Once it's like a a sequel and we already know what it is, we're like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like Zelda, God of War Ragnarok was that way. We didn't see trailers for months and we were like, I'm good. You know what? Yeah. Just release it. It's fine. Release the game. Yeah. And sure sure. enough, they just did nothing but teasers. They didn't do walkthroughs, overviews, whatever. They did enemy overviews, I think, a little bit. But yeah i mean it was easy to just avoid that and be surprised by everything and so i, I mean I, just,
3: I watched it but i just watched it just this, out of curiosity because uh, right. other people were saying this looks so good i was like all right well i like the first one but i've obviously been the one that gets made fun of for my takes on it so i was like i want to see i
4: don't know what you're talking in about in-
3: nah. so, Yeah, no,
4: specific, no. do you have any specifics? <laughs>
3: We definitely don't need to bring it up. I'm actually saying we don't
2: need to bring it up. <laughs> I'd rather um, talk
0: about Hogwarts Legacy controversy than bring up. Then, that yeah, I actually I'm with you
2: there. Actually, I'm, I'm with I you. I actually I'm would
0: like,
2: like to talk about Hogwarts. <laughs> um, but, uh, did what? Did jump out at you guys from the nine minutes? Like yeah, the, I mean you get a really I,
4: good look at like the duel, like using two sabers at the same time, and I was like, yeah, this looks really good. You know, I mean, just like you're saying, you're. You're not going to leave that going like, oh, I'm going to buy it more now. You know, like you're already like, <laughs> I'm you're already, already right. all in. But it's in cool it. to see that yeah. stuff, yeah, you know, like, like you get a really how, good how glimpse of that of that world that they're on. Looks great. You know, right. like it's yeah. you get a really good glimpse of like maybe, you know, six to eight enemies that you might be fighting in the game. You know, um, it was cool just to see the animations like it's just it's just a cool check in. Yeah. Like, hey, the game the is combat, working, just guys, here it is. Everything
0: looked uh, at least combat and dodge wise and stuff like that, movement wise. Everything just looks slicker, and the at least the world that that overview was on, uh, the, the world that they chose looked way more open to me, to my eyes. Because he was That's like, what I'm at hoping. the beginning, That's what I he was, was like, "Oh, something. there's where we need to go," but he had to go like all the way around. Like it, it looked mm-hmm. like a bigger world to to me. I'm uh, hoping
3: this, there's more, and this is where my criticisms came in from the first one. Like I just want more like exploration, where it's actually like like we were talking about with Hogwarts, where you get in this world, I'm not saying it has to be open world, but open area would be great. And you just explore and you find things And it. And then in the first one, my criticisms were I felt like I was jumping around everywhere, it was all platforming. And I hate platforming. This one, I would I don't mind if you have platforming. And like, if you have like a main mission where you're like, hey, I got to go in this cave to get this bubble blah, 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 and there's platforming in it awesome. But I would like like a hub or an area where you like explore so if that's something that they're going to do i'm not saying they have to but if that's something they're going to do i am 100 percent on board with that that's something i would personally like
2: yep this game now comes out at the end of april right Which is it's just totally april? fine
4: i'm rooting for
3: yeah.
2: all
4: games
2: to be... I think it got bumped back uh, like five or six weeks. That, I think that... every, yeah. every game, whatever
4: they think they're going to come out, bump it five or six more weeks to get that bump extra... A few more weeks. That's uh, right. We yeah, were wrong it's... about tears, though. We were wrong about tears. It's so, a few months that... before that game comes out. <laughs> don't oh, worry, guys. Still,
2: still... There's still time. I There's feel still time. like... Dude, three months away, if they delay it now, it's just mean. Like, if they just yeah, got a new like, It would be very now. mean. You're right. Normally, <laughs> I have like, an,
0: uh, like a gut feeling. Not as strong as Kyle's, but like... Normally I get like a feeling where I'm like, that game's I gonna get like delayed. I feel like
4: Zelda's coming out. I don't right? feel like
0: Zelda's gonna get delayed yeah, for some I think reason. it's landing.
4: I am I, I don't like... have any strong feelings about it. I just lean into the joke. Uh, I am <laughs> very aware that uh, we haven't seen literally anything about this game. Right. Like we've seen some trailers, but like I or, remember uh... when Breath of the Wild came out, like they showed like a 45 minute, like, you know, oh, like Nintendo Treehouse, you know, yeah. like, it's just slice of just nonstop gameplay, and like there has been nothing right. like that. Not saying that that's like
1: a not saying
2: that's that. like a big indicator or anything. Keep, I'm just keep in mind I'm though, just that, saying was, I'm aware of that that yeah. was two months before that game came out. Keep in mind, <laughs> yeah. like we got that in January, that game came out in March. So we are now in February. This game's come out in May. They might well, not. The Trios too- one
4: I'm talking about came out in E3. So you got it was it was months. Oh, and months it was and months months. a different
2: yeah. release time frame, Yeah, for Breath of the Wild. Yeah, for Breath of the Wild. So they were showing it before they announced the Switch. I mean, there was this was a Wii U game they were showing.
4: Yeah, I think it I think it was because that Cause
2: was the, a rich game, right? Keep, yeah. keep in mind the Switch was announced in October. We got a mm-hmm. full in depth gameplay stuff for for Breath of the Wild and Yeah, game but War. you might be
4: talking about the Wii U.
2: Right? Yeah, they they were like, talking
4: about Breath of the Wild for, for
3: a
2: I bit. See what but you're saying. I, well, here's, I think it was just that year before it was though. It wasn't like
4: years setting. before or anything like that. I'm not that. saying
3: Kyle's wrong, but here's yeah. where I think this would differ. One thing is Breath of the Wild was a complete change to Zelda. So I think showing it off more, oh, right. and I'm not saying they're not going to, I still think they're going to do a Nintendo Direct yeah. where they're like 45 no, yeah. minutes of us explaining to you everything. I mean, if
0: they did it for Splatoon, they're totally doing it for
4: Zelda.
3: Yeah. Like, here's, the, here's yeah. the thing. This is kind <laughs> right, of
4: Right, yeah. I, and that's kind of how they show their- Gotta take a Splatoon
3: yeah. yeah. shot every episode. <laughs> this is so for me. Like, I like mystery. So Same. I if I know this is Zelda and I know the basic concept like this is an open world there's going to be a lot of stuff to do that's all i need to know i'm good i'm good yeah, yeah. but then and i'm not making fun of this guy i know we've made fun of him before but then i go into a certain group and this guy posts as soon as the trailer's done he's just like too many unanswered questions Is there gonna be this 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 is and i'm like dude why can't you just enjoy the mystery? You the mystery
4: works like for a game. sequel, I, I say for sure. I agree. So it's I agree. you know that and that's what you're saying, Derek. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's what you're saying, at least.
1: So Where it's like, is you know, the
4: first game you needed to know because Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. You know, changes. like hmm. there there isn't a lot of unanswered questions. Like we know that it's gonna control a lot like Breath of the Wild. We know it's probably gonna take place in a similar world, just maybe a little more vertical and layered. Uh, think, you know, like, there, there's, you there's there's things you can extrapolate much. by just knowing that it's kind of a continuation of the last game
1: yeah.
4: uh,
2: without taking these try-hard takes of, like, oh, they like,
4: really playing their cards close to their chest with this one, you know? Probably some
2: climbing mechanics that are similar, right? Like, a lot of stuff. Yeah, maybe,
4: it's just everything's going to feel a little better. Maybe they you know, maybe they
2: take the away
3: the, the
4: destructibility of the weapons because everyone hated yes, that. You know? Destructibility
3: of the weapons. Do they have classic dungeons... I do yeah, think as somebody uh, who wasn't like pissed off, like, oh my god, they don't have classic dungeons. I'm, I enjoyed, you know, what the they
4: did. The shrine is
2: still fun, but yeah,
4: yeah I can but, miss but, the dungeons while also going. They didn't need to be here. You know what I mean? Yeah, like it's yeah. not. That's not the game that was here. You know that they're yeah, making. Yeah, but <laughs>
2: I, I, think, it, I think it's pretty
3: obvious. It'd be, I would be shocked if they don't have classic type dungeons in this open world. I think that's what's going to be the big changes. Is there's going to be They've listened to the feedback, and they're like, yeah, we're going to do it, but we're going to do it our way. We're Nintendo. We don't do things your way. Um, we're going to do it our way. But, yeah, I think that stuff's coming. I just don't personally need to see it. I'm going to well, be, they, even if you leave it out, I'm not going to cry.
4: They handled Majora's Mask in a similar way, where they're like, we got a new Zelda coming out, and it looks weird, you know, and that's kind of yeah. what they're doing here. Like, this one looks dark. It's a little it zany, a you know, and like, but like. You knew when you were playing Majora's Mask it was going to control like Zelda, the camera was going to be the same way, the C buttons were going to work the same way, you know, and I I feel like you could take a lot of those. That's a good
2: comparison going from Ocarina to Majora's Mask. A lot of the the systems and visuals were similar. That's a good comparison. Um, Speaking of uh, Tears of the Kingdom since we already talked about it a little bit, um, it is the first Nintendo game to get a $70 price tag which is big news and a lot of and understandably a lot of um, thoughts and feelings and emotions about this. I think the biggest thing being like, you're not even putting out a switch Two or a switch pro or like new switch or whatever you're going to call the next thing um, switch you probably. Um, but whatever you're going to oh, call no. the next, the next <laughs> system, like this isn't even like a modern console compared to the other two. And you're going to charge 70. So I understand the question marks around that I do. Um, but I also know like, Hey, they've kept their prices steady since Metroid Prime came out. Like, since the GameCube era, they have not raised their game prices mm. alongside everybody else. So, like, I understand Still, it.
3: technically, they haven't. They, they've only they still done still technically it haven't, because
2: they, they confirmed that, hey, this is a case-by-case basis. And I'm like, I understand. I, oh, did they say that? That was going to be case-by-case?
4: This... Case. Yeah, and I, will,
3: so I, will, I watched
2: So not day every day game day. going... So, like, Pikmin. They don't, don't have any yeah. other ones bucks. right now planned for this price. It's just this one for right That's now.
3: That's why I said, I think that... logic i was trying to use is i get the whole argument and i jeff was using this argument he's like hey it's not on a a better platform why would you charge ten dollars more right i I understand that argument and i get it and and it makes sense but i don't think that's their reasoning or their logic i think their logic is dude we're giving you a hundred plus hour game we're not gonna do this with pick four or something else we're gonna keep that at 60 but this is worth ten dollars more. Than they I think, said that this is,
1: think is the I biggest
4: file Nintendo's. size game they've ever created ever, uh,
2: and it's, and it's, still it's like small. twice the
4: size yeah, of uh, yeah, Breath, it, Breath it, of the Wild or something like that. You know, so it's so like Breath of the, the Wild was twelve gigs,
2: game. and this is eighteen. So it's, oh, 50%, so it's not twice. Okay, it's it's fifty so percent increase, increase. increase. which is still crazy. Because like I download games on Steam, and they're like seventy gigs. You know what I mean? It's like the the big ones at least. So it's crazy that they fit these games into such. What feels? I don't know
4: how Breath of the Wild is
2: that small. That's
3: insane. <laughs> i have so many games on my switch and i only have i think what two gigs of memory if even that i don't need yeah that. They, same here i, just, yeah, I have like 30 games
2: on Nintendo my switch to talk terrible. to the steam folks like they need to I start can, helping them out i can bit. fit five games on my steam deck <laughs> i know <laughs> with I know. an I've, external you yeah, know. totally absolutely speaking of
3: that <laughs> i just downloaded hogwarts on my steam deck very interested in seeing
2: how that well, yeah. plays I'm curious. i don't
4: how know if I'm terrified or not i'm not sure
2: well, speaking of nintendo since we're on the topic they uh they do sell a lot of consoles and games i don't know if you guys knew this but they sell a lot what? and so uh pokemon scarlet and violet sold 20 million in six weeks uh which puts it already in the fourth best overall sales in the pokemon series just behind like uh <clears throat> like the original red and blue i think um there was another one that's ahead of it i think sword and shield still still ahead of it um Maybe but X and Y. For, I know that one was big. For comparison, Sword and Shield sold 16 million in its first six weeks. So this is already at 20 in its first six weeks. So like it's selling at a higher clip than Sword and Shield did. So chances are pretty good it will not finish crazy. fourth. Um, yeah, they they sell Do like we crazy. Do you know how many switches have been sold? Yeah, that's the next thing. Is off. it's up to 122 million now, which means it passed the PS4 and Game Boy and console sales, and it is now wow. in third. 30- Third place behind the PS2 and DS, which are both over 150 These These freaking nerds did it again,
4: like Nintendo. I
2: know. They did it again. They they figured out some way to dial in
4: to, like, let's get Switches in the hands of people who just normally don't buy something like this, just like they did with the Wii, and it just... It it's so funny that they could also do something like the Wii U, which like just resonated with nobody with like four people on earth, <laughs> yeah. you know, like
3: It's so funny because i I have to say Xbox gets shit on a lot, but I think Nintendo gets I'm talking about gamers, shits on gamers shit on Nintendo probably more than any of the big three. And yet they continue to like outsell even yeah. PlayStation a lot of times. When they hit, they hit. When they don't, they miss. Very, very, Dude, very, it's, very. Yeah. Very. It just goes to show you, though, that like the voices yeah. that
2: we sometimes interact with and hear and follow, they, in my opinion, it's a flip of the coin if they actually represent the the majority of people or not. Like sometimes they do, like with the Wii U, but sometimes it's like. Let them say what they want. The numbers speak for themselves. Like I'm sorry. Yeah, I I
4: I got I have a lot of friends who are like I own a Switch and I never play it. I'm like yeah, but you bought one. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. in Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, you,
2: bought you and 122 million, and... million other people bought one. So <laughs> 122 million. Oh my gosh, dude, that's crazy.
3: And here's the thing. I was one of those that I bought like way too. I've bought like five Switches by the way. But I mean, for my kids too. But um, I bought a lot of switches, and I hadn't been using it. But the last two years, it's become one of my favorite consoles. Like it's just something I, I, think I think enjoy using. Niche.
4: Not maybe niche is not the right word, but it's a very specific type of gaming rig. You know what I mean? That so not sense. everybody likes the handheld game, or likes the likes. You know, a, a vast array of like Nintendo first-party games, which is totally understandable. Um, but people show up and buy these things all the time, you know. Like it's 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 uh, it's specifically this model, you know. It's just it's very strange that um they hit this kind of gold again. Yep. All
2: right. So that's they, they, the they Nintendo can. news. Nintendo selling some stuff. I think they're going to sell a lot of copies of Zelda. It's probably fair to say. Uh, Derek Teague left. Did he just say I'm out? That was it.
0: I didn't hear the goodbye. Oh.
2: Uh, okay. okay. He's back. I guess He's back. All right. He's back, folks. He's back. <laughs> um, all right. Microsoft. I was having,
3: like, everybody was blurred, and I could barely hear you guys, so I thought it was just me. Is it better now? Um, Kyle's clear. Jeff and you are a little fuzzy.
2: Weird. So I think it's me.
3: I think it's on my end.
2: Okay, sounds good. Uh, Microsoft revealed and launched their Stellar Shift Xbox Series X and S controller, which I think looks kind of cool. It's got this color-shifting blue-purple shimmer to it with this rubberized grip. Um, so if that's your thing, if you like getting special controllers and new colors and whatever else, go check out their Stellar Shift uh, controller. It's normal price. I think it's 70 bucks, like most of their controllers are. So you can go check that out. Um, Hogwarts Legacy, which we talked about a lot today, uh, and it's worthy of all that discussion, by the way, It's one of Steam's biggest ever single-player launches. Awesome. So um, if you go to Steam database, it'll show you like concurrent player peaks. And it surpassed Fallout Four, and now is second only to Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, which. Has... And this
4: was like th-
2: these numbers came out
4: before its official release on Friday, right? Correct.
2: Yeah. During yeah. Time yeah. Really so released. this is the people yeah. who like
4: bought the seventy two hour pass version and stuff like that. That's yep. just so wild to me. Like. Yep.
2: Good for them. <laughs> yeah, and I think it broke some Twitch records too for streaming. Uh, that
0: that makes more sense to me because there's depending on the I don't know depending on how I don't know the exact numbers of how many people. That uh, said they were not going to get the game for whatever ethical reasons or whatever, whatever the reason is. So I, I can imagine the streamers are getting a bigger audience with this game because a lot of people are refusing to play it. But they still want to see it and they don't. Yeah. And there's a you got to weigh in that
4: human nature is a bitch, feet, ain't it? You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just got I got to see it. It'll it'll get get gotta, ugh.
2: <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So obviously very popular commercially and critically, uh, which is awesome um derek's not here to hear this but a new demo for wo long is arriving in a couple weeks and unlike the previous time limited demo that we got um last fall this is going to be available on pc uh microsoft and playstation uh stores consoles um but this will actually carry over it'll transfer your progress over from the demo into the game and you'll get uh some dlc called oh it's just an item the crouching dragon helmet You'll get that if you do the demo before you play the game. So there you go. So if you're gonna play on Game Pass, why not try the demo on Xbox and then, um, and then yeah, if you wanna, if you care about that game, if that's your thing, um, Assassin's Creed Valaha, as it's now called. <laughs> I, I, I,
0: I changed the typing on the note.
2: Yeah, yeah, I gave I gave you a little comment on there too. That <laughs> oh, <that> was... <laughs> you did. I missed it. Yeah. Uh, my comment is just nice. nice. <laughs> um, so if you guys didn't watch the Grammys, the guy who read off the winner for the first ever video game soundtrack Grammy Award, he said, Assassins Creed Valaha, like the spacing, of, like the timing of it was off. And like, it was just it, Yikes. It was cringy. But um, I remember
0: it was who uh, announced it. Let me check. It was uh, not
2: quite to the level of John Travolta's Adele Dazeem, but it was close. It was close. It was close. <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about that one yeah, yeah that My one was like, very good Adele's the friend, like, Adele like what
0: <laughs> that's great that's kind of wild that it i mean i guess it is a great score but uh well considering this is the, the, other nominations. the rock
2: dlc specifically which i haven't even heard uh, really yeah but it was up against guardians of the galaxy and i thought that score was tremendous so it was amazing know. yeah yeah so um i'm actually not sure of what the the date range for the grammy award for that was like was it the Previous full year. I don't know what the date range was because both those Valhalla and Guardians of the Galaxy came out.
0: Yeah, they're the Grammys are way behind.
2: They I don't know why they were
0: their award their uh what do you call it qualification window or whatever. Um, I don't know why it's so behind, but you'll yeah. you tend to be like whenever you see nominees, even for like
2: a year a commercial and commercial song or so.
0: You're like, why is why are we still talking about that Lizzo
2: song or whatever? Like, or it's like a, it's like an 18. That was forever ago. Yeah, lagging, 18 months lag Okay. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. <sighs> whatever. Uh, it's it's just cool to see video games get recognized at an award show like that. Even if it's even if I don't care about the award show and I don't watch it, I don't have any major interest in it. Um, I'm not saying it's not worth it if that's your thing. It's totally fine. I just don't care that much about it. But it's cool to see video games and their soundtracks, which totally. are yeah. have been amazing for decades a lot of time. now. It's, it's great to time. see them getting um, some recognition. Um, Bioshock creator Ken Levine has a release window for his new game, Judas, and it's not soon, guys. It's not soon. Um, they're, <laughs> they're, uh, it's anytime between now and March, 30th, March 31st, of 2025. So, cool. <laughs> Buckle up. Wow. I think it's pronounced Judahas.
4: <laughs> Judahas. It's
2: ju- Judahas. <laughs> yeah so there you go judas which is coming up. cool and by the I way we'll the...
4: uh probably
0: dead then but that's cool that's awesome it's <laughs>
2: we'll all probably years. be dead then you know only two years world's <laughs> gonna end it's fine but yeah, we're, yeah cool we'll get there yeah we'll play other <laughs> stuff before that it's fine <laughs> yeah exactly. um all right, and then Microsoft – oh, we already talked about that one. Nintendo Direct, I think, is the last piece of news that I've got. And so we'll go through some of the major highlights from the Direct. Overall, did you guys all watch the Direct or at least yeah. highlights of I, it? I
0: skimmed – I as, just way watched the And did I, I skim through it,
2: yeah. That's right, okay. <clears throat> so I'll, I'll go through some of these. Um, Pikmin 4 trailer got a – not only did it show a ton of um, mm-hmm. kind of yeah. cinem- cinematic stuff, but then also a lot of gameplay. We saw a lot of gameplay in this trailer and a release date of July 21st um so pikmin 4 looks pretty fun looks a lot like pikmin 3 but it looks like a lot of fun like really good um you guys interested in i've this never one?
0: played a pikmin but i i this looks like my type of game for sure
2: i'm uh, too
4: stupid for these types of games they're mostly like puzzles <laughs> like that but i lo- i'm telling you there's no hate coming from me i love watching people play this game like isn't it, I think isn't it
0: like yeah.
4: the Tim, I, isn't it like that
0: game that came out last year that was an indie uh i can't remember the name of it now but tiny kin right isn't it kind of like that a little bit
2: like it, you have it, a lot
0: of companions. It has
2: similar vibes because in Tiny Kin, you got the little guys all following you around, but this is much different. Uh, it's just, it's much different. You'll see. It's it's a little more um, puzzle solving and less Tiny Kin, Tiny Kin, puzzle solving too. Tiny Kin, a lot of that, yeah. But it's a lot more like pick this thing up, carry it over here. It's a lot more of that. Um, mm-hmm. And you get different. Um, the the objectives are just different than you'd see in Tinykin, but I, I can I see. see the similarities. I could see them. Yeah. I mean, um, other
3: than I the name, which really, is yeah. I really enjoyed Pikmin three. It was the first Pikmin game I played. I stay away from all Pikmin games. It was just like it was another one of those like uh, franchises, kind of like um, we were making fun of it earlier, Platoon, where I'm like, no, I don't want to touch this. <laughs> like this is not something I care about. But when I played Pikmin 3, I played it with my daughter on the Wii U, and I absolutely fell in love with it. It's so So, charming.
2: I already already pre-ordered
3: Pikmin 4. It's got a very distinct
2: art style that is immediately recognizable. I would highly
3: recommend if you can get Pikmin 3 on sale, and it is a game that is made by Nintendo that actually does go on sale. They regularly
2: discount it, yeah.
3: It yeah. should buy Pikmin. Oh, okay. I might as well. Absolutely.
2: Because you know? yeah. I actually Think
0: did do the, you know, the, the. I don't know if they put announced it formally in the Direct, but the voucher program being back, yeah. I did uh, take advantage of that, put the $100 in for both Zelda and for Pikmin. Oh, nice. Um, so I'm totally getting Pikmin regardless. It's okay. just uh, maybe I should kind of at least play a little bit, maybe diddle
2: three a little bit. To three see might if have the, the demo still.
3: Which is what I did. I did Pikmin 4 and Zelda, and I actually think on my next check I'm going to do the voucher again, and I'm probably going to buy both the Kirby games. So yeah. it's a nice way to save a little bit of money and get really good games. Yeah,
2: it is. If, for those of you who don't know yeah. what we're talking about, you basically you spend 100 bucks and you get two vouchers for new games. So basically you're paying $50 per game for games that are normally 60 or, in the case of Zelda, 70 It's just a nice way to, to trim off a little bit of money if you know you're going to buy it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a good way to kind of ease the pain of the, especially Zelda, price increase. Um, but the fact that Nintendo rarely lowers prices of other games. And so it, it works for a bunch of pre-orders, including Advance Wars and the new bayonetta game and um pikmin like we talked about in zelda and and then a bunch of stuff that's just come out in the past year so xenoblade chronicles 3 and fire emblem and a bunch of stuff from this past year is awesome yeah that's
3: what i like i like that they included pre-orders it's not unusual to get discounts off stuff obviously that already came out but yeah to have it to where you could pre-order at a discount is awesome
4: it's right. very, I wish very I would do this uh, system more because I've done this before, the certificate thing. I wish
3: Xbox would do it too.
4: Yeah, I, I wish it was a little more consistent or uh, often. I do too, Kyle. Do yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah.
2: it's one of those things where it's like, hey, you're kind of ensuring that I'm going to spend money on your games. So yeah, I'm
4: do- 100% going to give you $100. bucks. you are given so me two of those games.
2: I was on the fence about a $60 game, but if you're going to give me games for 50 now, like maybe I'll buy them now. Like yeah, there's yeah. Just yeah. something about that it's, that.
3: it's
4: that much of a push for me too. It, yeah. And
3: that could have been the other reason. Yeah. I'm not saying they did this, but like, think about it. Like, the big reason I jumped, I wanted to pre-order Zelda right away, but when I saw the certificate program and the increase in price, my brain, I'm a numbers guy, I'm like, I'm saving $30. You are, you know, yeah,
4: because if, if, if you're, you you're going to buy Zelda at yeah. $70, bucks, like you are already... Almost there. It's 100. <laughs> yeah, get, it, get as it, a second as game. If so I come
3: out at 60, then I'm really only saving 20, which is still significant, but it's not as big of a jump. For me, mentally, as soon as I saw I could save 20 bucks off Zelda, I was like, definitely doing it, and yeah. I'm doing it right now. I'm not waiting.
2: Yeah, yeah no, I, I totally get that. Um So there you go. Um, Don't forget to check out that voucher program. Xenoblade Chronicles 3 DLC was shown in the trailer. New character and some other new stuff they're adding. I think Volume 3 comes out this coming week. So if you got the season pass for that, or if you just are buying the DLC in chunks, you can check that out. This week, does that come out with content too, like chapters or like missions or I think something? The
4: characters come with missions
2: because right. okay. like that's how
4: they're introduced in the game is like you'll okay. do like a couple missions with those. So characters. it's not just here's a
2: new character to play the base game. It's like we're adding to the game, right? Like I'm
4: wondering if the last like one that's coming out at the end of the year is going to be like a big piece of content, you know, Remember the, gold, I think the golden country it, from. Yeah, they'll theme. do it like how they that's did. Right, it. Yeah, It'll that's right.
3: Too. I think the last wave is
2: like their big content. Yeah, that was yeah, a huge exactly, piece of like, expanded, it was like 20 hours of content, expanded. wasn't it? Yeah, it, was it was like, like a game, yeah. It was like a yeah. game almost, yeah. Um, the, a couple... the second one, I
3: didn't do it, but this one, I, I will
2: do it. Yeah, I'm going to do it for this I'm one. I'm going to skip ahead it. through some of these announcements, the stuff I care about, so you can feel free to go watch it if you're interested, but Dead Cells Return to Castlevania DLC looks really cool. Yeah. um, I think Dead Cells is an awesome game, and, and including Castlevania content and that vibe totally makes sense for that game. That drops on March 6th, uh, so you can check that out. Tron Identity, is a really cool, like, stealth-looking game. If you ever played Volume uh, by Mike Bithell, this is also made by Bithell Games. Uh, they're making Tron Identity, and that comes out in April. Um, oh, they did John Wick Hex too. And they did John Wick Hex, yeah, which is a kind of interesting take on strategy because as you, like, everyone pauses moving, but when you move, everyone moves. Like, it's it's a, it's almost super like hot. super. It's like super, super hot, hot, but like yeah. a strategy isometric strategy game with the super hot rules. It, it's interesting. Um, Let's see here. I'm jumping ahead. A couple of new things were introduced, at least new for me. I never played Ghost Trick, Phantom Detective. I guess that's a remake of an old Capcom game that comes out this summer. Decca Police is an anime thing. It was a little slow going at the beginning. I was like, this is some fluff. All right. Uh, somewhere, yeah, somewhere, I some started stuff, some it, fluff.
3: and I, I left after I realized I didn't care about any of the first half announcements. And then Yeah.
1: It picks I saw up, all these
3: waves of, like, news. I'm like, wait,
1: what? Wait, what huh? did I miss? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was
2: um, it, so they, they showed a little more of Bayonetta Origins, uh, Cereza and the Lost Demon, which looks very charming and cute, very much unlike most of the Bayonetta games, but kind of a nice dig into that lore as well. Looks interesting. Watch Got more, more strategy like. to
0: Watch, it, more Watch strategy.
2: this one be the Bayonetta game that I beat. Like <laughs> the first
0: main end yeah. game I'd be yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing like the other games
2: That's out March 17th, it is a full price game You can use the voucher on that as well, I believe oh, um, yeah. Splatoon 3 Expansion Pass is now available And it's going to have two waves of content starting this spring um, And then the next one Looked like a much, I don't know if it's actually darker But it looks like a darker story for the second wave The kind of little teaser they showed Um, So more Splatoon 3 content coming I thought Disney Illusion Island Which is coming on July 28th Looks really cool, I'm getting like old school cuphead animation vibes like and it's me too mickey mouse uh, yeah. it's a side scrolling platforming action game and, and multiplayer it looks super fun yeah
0: so. i agree it looks really wholesome and they're using like old school disney animations for mickey mouse and the characters that we know from like the 20s and 30s and 19
1: 19- i like
4: it, it when they do these things I, I forget what those mickey mouse games were like on like the wii and stuff like that but like uh <laughs> Well, that had like the paintbrush and everything like that. Like, yeah. they had like yeah. really good. That anime was, I vaguely remember that. Yeah. And yeah. That was yeah. Made they by they the always guy. do a really good job. They had a famous
2: they... creator attached to that. Who was yeah. that? Yeah. That...
4: Yeah. Yeah. There was two of them, I think.
2: Yeah. I'm blanking out on the names, but yeah, they had, had some, name. some big yeah. names uh, involved with those games. Um, I never played them, though. Uh, Fire Emblem Engage, Expansion Pastel, Epic they Mickey. Two... Oh, Epic Mickey. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They, they made yeah. two of them. Yeah, yeah. Right? They did, too. Yeah. They did. They made two of them. This That'd is, be cool. Uh, those over to the Switch. I never played those. Minute, so. um, you should
4: move those. Yeah, that, those are easy Switch uh, Switch yeah, remasters you can do for sure.
2: Controls if you need to. Anyway, oh, um, Warren Spector was the guy behind. Warren Spector, uh, Wing Wing Commander and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <X-X2> but I remember <X-X2> they made a big deal out of his name being attached to it when they announced. Yeah, it. I remember that. He has people.
3: a very like video game name. Like he, yeah, seems, like he seems more like a character than an actor. Like from right, Mass right. Effect. He's a Mass Effect character.
2: Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was with you there. Um, Fire Emblem Gage expansion past DLC. They they released Wave Two uh, during the direct as well. That's fast. So. That's fast
1: place more that
2: two waves of dlc already that game's been out for like a day (laughs) that's
1: what it feels like yeah
2: i know know it's It's been actually three three weeks it's crazy it feels like it feels like it's been shorter um and then harmony the fall of reverie comes out in june i don't have much to add on that one they showed a sizzle reel that really quickly went through games uh, Octopath Traveler 2 still coming out February 24th with a demo out. Same as the original game, where they gave you three hours of playtime, and now will carry over Sweet. into the game. And you can
4: choose any character uh, that you want to do. You huh? Choose any
2: character. <laughs> I, I started that demo, um, and it is a lot same. of fun. Um, it is really very good. good. Yeah. It's exactly what I expected from a sequel to this game. It's just more than any other
4: way. <laughs> personally,
3: and I own the first one, and I liked it. I didn't beat it or anything. This is a game I really, really want, but I'm like. Terrible timing, absolutely terrible absolutely timing. Terrible.
2: Hey, the okay. voucher works for this too, just so you guys know. Even though it's a sixty dollars game, boy, I'm, I'm picking it, that bad boy up. Well, yeah, it that, comes I'm to the getting a voucher are, for sure. I didn't
4: think it was that on just... that day, oh, I,
0: maybe I'm wrong. Uh, I thought it was. I'm, Let me look. I, I'm I'm totally getting Kirby over that though.
2: Like, sorry, That's like <laughs> same day, same day release. Yep. It is. It yeah, is. but you
3: really I liked the last Kirby game. So. I did. By the
2: way, the demo for Kirby. Do you guys play that? It's a it's adorable. It's though. It's so adorable. I played I played that first level and I was like, all right back to like all right
0: you got
4: me
2: <laughs> all right kirby it's just it's just so lovely that's how i describe kirby games they're just cute and lovely. i thought there's just a lot of kirby all of a sudden like I don't
4: know, I'm, I'm being genuine like yeah
2: within just, 12 months right there's yeah, been suddenly it's just kirby. like
4: you're getting kirby every year guys it's like <laughs> yeah.
2: and and even the game boy stuff which they released we'll talk about later like that yeah. one of the kirby dreamland games there the original kirby game i think sure right? yeah um okay no, it's
3: not part of the just oh i was
2: wrong it's not octopath okay but Kirby is a
3: triangle strategy is the one
2: that's Oh, triangle strategy is part of it. Okay. But, uh, Kirby is part of the voucher program. Um, they showed, we love Katamari games. There's a a remaster of Katamari coming out June 2nd, sea of stars, which both Dan and I, I think Kyle, we've talked about this too. Looks awesome. Kind of that retro 32 Mm -hmm. bit, um, game comes out August 29th, finally has a release date. And demo's out now, which uh, is really awesome. So cool,
4: dude. Oh, my gosh. Very
2: very cool. It's a turn-based RPG. It's very throwback, like, think Chained Echoes. It just has its own setup for its combat system, and boy, I just love the animation style
4: in that game. Yeah, it's same just, here. It's just pretty, and the colors are so vibrant. Oh, man, I'm pretty. so excited for this game.
2: Uh, Omega Strikers is a free-to-play game that you can pre-order now. Explain that one to me. Um, but yeah, that's that makes on...
0: the... what? Uh, No, I'll just click download when it's available. I don't understand <laughs> yeah. that. Uh,
2: but that's April the 27th. Game, the game itself, though, does look really fun. It um, does. i It kind of has a sports... What is it called? It's called Omega Strikers. Strikers. It kind of has like a soccer, hockey. I wonder if it has
3: like pre-order cool. bonuses. So even though it's free, I wonder if they're just trying.
2: To gauge they just want to make they just, they want to gauge numbers. I think they want to ga- make sure yeah, you have it installed yeah. when it's launched. You know that kind of thing too. Um, Etrian Odyssey Origins Collection includes those three games. Comes out June first, and they'll also be for sale separately if you only want the individual games. But you can basically
4: these are DS games, okay. so there's some goofiness like with like half the screen like being. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, the, the layout I found was very, like, lackluster for me. It's like, they're gotcha. never going to figure out how to, like, get those DS games ported over in any kind These of real way. These look
2: like old dated ports. Like, when you, yeah. after playing something like Metroid Prime Remastered, which is just glorious to behold... <laughs> Stuff like this, I saw the quick trailer for it, and I was like, yeah, this looks old. This looks like a port, ah, yeah. a port. So um, Advance Wars 1 and 2, though, Reboot Camp does not look like a quick port. I love the new art style they're doing for yeah. Advance Wars. I really like it. And that has a release date of April 21st, um, which is essentially almost, a, I think it's about a full year from their original planned release date. I think it was last April they were planning to release it. Um, so that is that is uh, that is part of the voucher program. I know that for sure. Yes. Uh, and then kirby's return to dreamland deluxe demos out now and then february 24th for that game so that was kind of their quick sizzle reel then they slowed things down to talk about switch online so they added two new virtual console options one is for any switch online account uh, just like the standard paid one the cheaper one you can play game boy games and you can choose which i thought was really cool you choose between the original game boy so think like the weird dark gray and green vibe Mm -hmm. from the original Game Boy screen, or the Game Boy Pocket. Like, I had a Game Boy Pocket for Pokemon, and it really cleans up the pixels, and it's a nice kind of almost white, like an eggshell white and kind of gray, and it looks real crisp. And then the Game Boy Color, which I remember added just some, it was like a colorized photo. It wasn't full Game Boy Advance style, but it was kind of nice looking. So you can choose those visuals for all the Game Boy games and they are launching with Tetris, Mario Land 2, the Six Golden Coins, Link's Awakening DX, Gargoyle's Quest, Game & Watch Gallery 3, Alone in the Dark, New Nightmare, Metroid 2 Return of Sam, of Samus, Wireland 3 and Kirby's Dreamland. So, amazing collection of Game Boy games to kick things off. Um particularly the first one I played was Super Mario Land 2 because I have very fond memories of the Six Golden Coins game, and like the new rabbit hat you get with the ears that help you float around. And then Wario was introduced in that game, um, so that was that was a good one. And then Gargoyles Quest, which I've talked to you guys about before, that was a really surprisingly fun action RPG game. Um, so that's just nostalgia, though. I mean, it's a, it's an old Game Boy game. Uh, and then if you have the Online Plus Expansion Pass, still the worst name, Nintendo. Uh, but if you have that, you get Game Boy Advance games and they're launching with easily the most confusing Mario title. Super Mario Advance 4, Super Mario Brothers 3. So, like, <laughs> yeah. do you remember... Do I remember, you remember all... It's such I a do, nightmare is, naming those games. Mess. But the, the Game Boy Advance started releasing... Uh, Super Mario Brothers Advance games and then they gave them sequels with numbers and they would release, like re-release classic games that also had numbers and it was just a mess, Um, all these were. Yeah,
4: imagine like working at GameStop, which I was at this time and people coming in and being like, (laughs) I want Super Mario 3 on Game Boy Advance and you're like, okay (laughs) <laughs> you're explaining it to a mom. You're like, alright, so do they want Super Mario 3, or do they... <laughs> <laughs> oh my
2: gosh. That's yep. so bad. Yep. Uh, That also is going to include WarioWare Inc., uh, Kuruan. Kuru, I don't know what that is, Mario Kart Super Circuit, Mario & Luigi Superstar Saga, and Legend Great of Zelda games. Minish Cap. Those last two, I think, alone are worth taking a look at if you have the expansion plus. Minish Cap is an amazing Zelda game that gets it overlooked is, a is. lot, because Capcom, I think, made that one, but... It is so good. It's, it's very really good. good. And Oracle Seasons and Oracle of Ages
4: are coming like later. So it's like okay, two more Zelda nice. games that a lot of people haven't ever gotten to play. Very good
2: games. Yeah, those I are suppose. good ones, too. Yeah. And then Mario & Luigi Superstar Saga is one of those, like, has no right being as good as it is as kind of a little RPG adventure. But the writing is hilarious, like, really, truly clever writing. It's very funny, um, those games. So there you go. Um, I know I'm flying through here. There's just a lot to get through. So feel free to interrupt me if you guys are excited about some or want to chime in hold, on something. Hold
0: on a minute, dude. No, I'm just kidding. The <laughs>
3: only, th- the only <laughs> thing I was excited about was that Baton kaidos or whatever. The... Or yeah, almost it's... to
2: that one. Yeah, we'll get okay. to that one. Yeah, Metroid it's... Prime Remastered was then shown, uh, which I thought, cool, I bet you that's going to come out like in holiday 2023 mm-hmm. or something. That's really what I thought. I was like, they're finally announcing this for real. Cool. But then they're like, no, it's out later today. I couldn't, I was like, what
1: yeah yeah
2: what uh so that was to me the by far the most exciting announcement as i've already talked about earlier in the show uh and then yeah let's jump to i've never played these Bat- Me either. Bat- like Katos man. One and Two HD Remaster. I, I never...
4: remember them vividly. I remember the box art, and I was like, "Man, I really want to play these games." Never got around to it. Now might be the time. So I watched the gameplay that they. I think they showed some
0: mild gameplay in in the direct, and I was like, "Oh, it's like Midnight Suns, kind of." Uh, yeah, so yeah.
2: Like... Which I'm like, "Hey, I'm, into so like, that hey, now. I'm yeah. totally gonna play this then." They use yeah. cards for this game, I think. Right? It, it is, is.
4: Yeah, you're dealt. It's ran... It's just like Midnight Suns. They're dealt randomly to you, and you just gotta use what's given to you at the right times. Zoom.
1: So. okay all right
2: <clears throat> um that's scheduled for the summer they didn't give a date yet but summer uh i, I remember fantasy. those being received really well too so they're they're really yeah i feel like, and then visually i remember on the gamecube being like well those look cool but i never played them um yeah a new fantasy life games coming out sometime this year so. oh monolith made those oh i didn't know the, that the, the xenoblade guys that's why
4: i was excited wow no i didn't know that's, that's news to me that's cool
2: I didn't know that. Mm. Uh, there's a new Fantasy Life game later this year. Professor Layton is getting a new game on Switch, which is kind of cool. I like the Professor Layton games, um, the ones I've played at least. I did not get a release window, though, um, so probably not this year if I had to guess.
4: Fantasy Life is a kind of a fun game if you like those kind of chory games, but um, <laughs> yep. um, there's some cool
2: RPG elements, too. Yep. Uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is getting another booster course pass this spring, Wave Sweet. 4.
4: i played
0: them all. They're so good.
3: Sure. Um, I was gonna say that game. Like, I I won't sit here and say I put like a gazillion hours into it, but they give you reasons to come back, and it's just yeah. it's yeah, one of those games where getting. it's kind of turned into a live service game, and it's it's good. It
4: works. You, so you never just, have like, to like strange. release Mario Kart Nine. Like, it's, it's not, not you never know. have to do that. You really like, don't
3: like they're they're basically treating Mario Kart Eight how like most sports franchises should be, where it's like yeah, instead of selling you on another one every year, we're just gonna
1: Maybe
2: give you a new you more wave. Content. Yeah, here's a new. The game still time. looks
4: good too. It's still, like one of the it best does. looking Switch games, yeah. And it runs I think, like every like, every silky time smooth, dude. it's it so Every
0: time they're introducing uh, the these waves and stuff of old tracks from previous Mario Kart games, yeah, they've remade those tracks in such a distinct, yeah. like they're so freaking different than what you remember. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They're they're. If you want to just,
2: com- if you want a comparison, tracks. go play the Game Boy Advance uh mario kart game which i played for like a minute yeah. and i was like this uh, is so bad like yeah. i know it was good for the time i understand yeah that. Like, yeah even
3: definitely. the snes definitely. even the snes one is so
2: yes it's all yeah, everything's no, flat,
1: weird this.
2: and like they didn't have 3d down that's why mario kart 64 was such an eye-opening like thing when oh I yeah it. 64 is one of the
3: greatest yeah. like well, it's one of the all time experiences yeah. i've ever
2: had but life. that's one of the like to jeff's point like they took these levels from these much different systems and environments and they turn it into the modern visuals that we see. Yeah. It's just really cool. And really. they
0: made every kind of like they do with the every track that came with Mario Kart 8. They made every track, like every lap is kind of different. Like so you, you kind of have to like go with li- a little bit. Like
2: that. Talk about that's super cool. made with love. Like we talked about Hogwarts Legacy, clearly made with love and care. Like yeah. Mario Kart Eight is being treated that way, and I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. That's that.
4: such a legacy series for them that it's just, and it's one of the ones that just knock it out yeah. of the park and then all then the that time. They smash too. Like
2: they're doing. Yeah, like- so smash,
4: what was supported for four years. You know? yep. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. Yep. Well, then they jumped into another sizzle reel. Um, Minecraft Legends still planned for April eighteenth. Uh, this game that Jeff and I have talked about a little bit is called Blanc. comes out February fourteenth this coming I'm, week. I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually pretty eager for that one. It looks good. It's it's a really cool hand drawn like deer and fox friendship kind of pu- puzzle adventure game looking thing. Um, it mm-hmm. looks really interesting. Black and white, really cool art style. Yep. Yeah, very cool art style. Um, Mega Man uh, Battle, B- Mega Man Battle Network Legacy Collection. Those games are really fun little strategy games that have nobody. Oh, those are strategy games. Holy yeah, yeah, they're fun. Yeah. Yeah, you have a little. You literally play on a grid, and uh, it's very like line based. It's hard to explain until you try. I would the... probably do
0: better at that than regular ass Mega Man, that's for sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's April Fourteenth. <laughs> yeah, it's very awesome, different. Yeah. I think there's five. I forget how many games there are. There might be more than that. There might be a lot more. Well, games. and they had they had a Pokemon model for a while
4: where it's like you got Mega Man red Network and blue. blue and Red. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, mm-hmm.
2: um have a nice death which jeff you've talked about before it comes out march 22nd on switch
4: yeah, that was
0: on pc first and it's uh it's so good it's so made for the switch too
2: there's this uh japanese baseball game that's been pretty popular apparently with these little like weird like kind of wee Wii... what, what were those we characters called kind of looks like yes your... yeah kind of looks like Mees, but a little bit like chibi versions of Mees. i don't know they look very funny um and this is a very popular game in Japan, apparently. And it's now coming to Switch. It's It was like a, a drop that same day kind of a game. And it's $1 I saw on the on the eShop. So I was like, I don't know if I'll try this. But like, yeah. there you go. That's out today. Uh new Disney Dreamlight Valley update is coming, uh, I think, in the spring. I think it's coming out. Uh, and then Tales of Symphonia Remastered is still planned for later this coming week as well. So those were the sizzle reel games. And then they wrap things up with Tears of the Kingdom a new trailer that to kyle's point they really still haven't dug in to show us to explain to us um what's different what's new what to get excited about they've just shown us little glimpses and teases that you really have to go in and break down the trailer for yourself if you want to see some of those and even yeah. then even then we're kind of guessing we don't really have yeah. there might be
4: some zelda experts that might get a couple things right but like yeah but everyone's even then, taking we're kind of guessing. shots right now yeah. Um but they did might be ganon talking in the trailer he's talking about raising an army and yada yada yeah. very first time ganon would be voiced but it might not also be we just kind of had a game yeah. with ganon in it so
2: <laughs> yeah i mean that he's always there somehow Kind of, yeah like, yeah usually yeah some, 90% f- of the some time form of that. him ends up being like oh that was him oh got it um, Even at Twilight Princess, he still shows up, right? You're he's like, he's oh, you but at the the Twilight he's Lord. like, it was me the whole yeah. time. <laughs> it was me all along. Yeah, like, like, of course oh, it was. You, yeah, I've played a Zelda, you, Zelda game before. You, Ganon. Um, <laughs> Ganon. 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 <laughs> yeah. And then it goes to, like, some sitcom music where everyone's looking at each other like, Ganon. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs>
1: <Yeah>, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: so I just pictured, like, WandaVision, the closing
1: yeah.
2: scene. <laughs> uh, they did show, the trailer does look, Amazing! Like it looks really good. I think it's yeah. gonna be yet again another showcase for this console, which I think they're gonna be pushing it to the limits. Uh, if you played Breath of the Wild as much as most of us did, then you know that game did have like its drawbacks at times. You could see even as it launched, like all right, this isn't quite like at the time PS4 and Xbox One X levels, but it's mm-hmm. it's good. You know, it looks good. You know, some of the textures and some of the I got some slowdown sometimes when I was in big battles and stuff. Like the game does not run perfectly. I imagine we'll see some of the same stuff with Tears of the Kingdom, but it still looks amazing. I bet it's still going to be an absolute mess. I
3: just hope, uh, I don't think they'll do this, but I hope they don't. I hope they don't make it so big that it has the same issues I felt like Xenoblade Chronicles 3 had compared to 2, and that is they made 3 bigger than 2, but 3 is definitely, if you go boot both of them up, uglier than two like it's more grainy it's not as clear and i'm hoping with zelda they they won't do that where they push it so much they have to take drop resolution down and
2: make yeah.
3: it uglier i would i'd be i would say Zelda, shocked, uh,
4: like nintendo good. doesn't like mishandle their like big budget yeah. like you know high, high selling franchises but we just saw pokemon come out with, and, and like complete dog shit mode so it's like true all bets are off really but Like I, j- I just I have a lot of faith in like the Zelda like franchise in terms of like coming out like with a stamp of some sort of yep. Nintendo quality approval
2: but they're like uh, so that's sold
4: 20 million that's copies case.
2: we're good
1: yeah <laughs> we can yeah, release yeah.
2: broken games we're yeah fine. right we don't we
4: don't care anymore this is the era of Nintendo not caring you
2: know <laughs> <laughs> well if you look at some of the games they allow in the eShop someone doesn't care over there like it's Nintendo crazy don't care. Yeah. some yeah. of the some of the garbage that releases on there I'm like how I, am- I hate that
3: I hate going and I just did it tonight as we we're podcasting. I hate going in their coming soon tab.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. it's
3: like, oh I want to look at all the
4: big games, and it's like, no, you got to go through
3: a yeah,
1: game. through hundred like games." that just games. filters
2: out trash. Like, let me filter. Yeah, out I wish trash. You could, just filter out-
4: I never want anything made by someone no one's ever heard of. Yeah. you know yeah, that's like a checkbox you put. <laughs> I wish that was
2: there. Uh, but they did reconfirm in big letters at the end, May 12, 2023. And they announced their collector's edition, which I've been trying to track down. I'm not sure if I'll find one or not, but it sounds really cool. A, on eBay the,
1: for yeah,
2: I'm not that <laughs> interested in it, but um, it's got a <laughs> really bad, cool dude. steel book and and a poster and this art book. It, and I just I think it looks awesome. I love the steel book uh, cases for those two. I think they're really cool. Um, anyway. Uh, that game is still coming out May 12th, as far as we know. So that's how they closed things out for this Direct. So a hey, whole bunch uh, of things on Switch for this. There's a headline that
0: I'm intrigued by that came out this morning um, about Alan Wake 2 being playable from start done. to finish.
4: Yeah, well, yeah, it's not done. It's it's playable start to finish, Yeah. yeah. That's... Okay.
0: That's crazy. But they I also said that
4: uh, mm-hmm. starting next year, they're releasing a game every year for like the next five years or something Remedy like that. Remedy is? Oh. Good Remedy for. is, yeah. So it'll be like yeah, Alan it's Wake. Yeah, the next year I was just going to say it's Crossfire. X. 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 No, no, no. Like for the first three years, next year it's Alan Wake. The year after that, it's Max Payne. The year after that, it's Control 2. So it's like boom, boom, boom. Three huge major IPs from and them, you know, just coming break out.
2: Too? Quant- uh, I love
4: that game. You sign me I up, man. It. I'm here. Yeah, get I Ice, love get, that. get Ice Boy back, and we'll we'll
2: let it rip. Bobby, man. Bobby, bring Bobby. Mm-hmm. Bobby back. Um, all right, let's close things out with anything else we're playing or watching, whether or not we've got it officially listed as a new game. Doesn't matter. This is anything. I I wanted to start things off with. Uh, I finished Hi-Fi Rush. It's the first game I finished this year. Finally, ra- I I need to stop beginning games and then beginning more games yeah, and then beginning yeah, more me. games so i was like okay i have to finish something let me go after the one that i know has like a definitive probably 10 to 12 hour experience which i can confirm how long I actually, was it just under 10 hours total okay. and uh and i didn't do much replaying and stuff um but i finished it and that game is really excellent i i understand why i won't click with everybody but it is so well made it has no business being as good as it is for being like a shadow release that no one knew was in development and like but they the dialogue is so good like it's so funny and clever and i found myself chuckling several times like the main character is like kind of like andy from parks and rec He is lovably dumb and oblivious to what's going on around him people are making jokes at his expense all the time and he's always slow to pick up on it and uh, they introduce some other characters that you get to partner up with and summon in during battles, which really opened like the battles at first are kind of like uh, like I was frustrated at first because I was like, I don't know if I really want a rhythm game. Like, I don't mind a rhythm game, but I don't know if I but as I started to play it and I got into the act literally into the groove of it combat was so much fun like i was having a blast and i wasn't sitting there thinking like two three four like i wasn't doing that i was just playing and you just naturally get and that's why i wanted to finish it because i knew if i stopped playing it and came back to it i would not be as good i think
3: think their compliment to the game is and this is the reason i didn't start it until this past week is because i hate rhythm games I don't play rhythm games they're stupid to me But this one is technically, yes, it's a rhythm game, but they don't punish you if you're out of rhythm. They just give you bonuses for being in rhythm. To me, that's how you should do it. Let somebody play it how they want, but then say, hey, if you can stay in the beat of the game, we'll give you bonuses, we'll make you stronger, we'll give you more health, we'll give you more perks. So I like that they did that, and that actually got me to go, okay, I'll download it and try it. I mean, it's not my type of game, but it's still... It's still not a bad game. I think it's yeah. a, actually a pretty cool
2: game. And I really liked the way that, like, I shouldn't have, have to say this about this game. That was game my should brutal, be...
3: brutally honest take, guys. So
2: that was brutal, as harsh man, as it yeah, got. So so I'm going to
0: need a few days to recover from that. Before. For
2: a game that is so silly and it maintains a silliness, like, it still has a bit of a sweet story to it. And I, mm-hmm. I just mean sweet because it kind of is like, oh, that was, that was a nice little moment there between characters or, like, the way things wrap up. And then it does. They they joke around about set pieces. Like they talk about themselves as a video game sometimes. For example, like I had to stop a level after a checkpoint and turn the game off, and I turned it back on the next day. And you're actually in your hideout, and you can talk to characters and like, wait, how did we get back here? Like, weren't we just in like in this uh, warehouse? And they're like, yeah, I don't know how we got back here. This is weird. This is gonna be awkward to to jump back in. So they even talk about the game. And they'll blame you, like, well, you stopped at a weird time. Like, why'd you stop? Like, so oh, cool. like I, I like the fourth wall breaking that they do mm-hmm. throughout this game. It's very funny, it's very clever. And um, I think the upgrades and unlocks are fun, but definitely not necessary. But at the end they open stuff up there's a bunch of challenge there's a tower challenge where you can really make things difficult there's a rhythm challenge and there's these doors that you keep finding throughout the game that you can't open at the very yeah. end they're like Hit. now see, now after you beat the boss and the credits roll they're like hey there's these doors we just discovered there's more enemies we have to track down so that there's like a motivation if you really like the game to kind of go back and ah, finish and I see. um there's a ton of challenges like kill 500 enemies or hit perfect timing this many times and you unlock this big mural and that gives you more items you can use to unlock. So like they do a good job of like kind of feeding you that little reason to go back if you really, really like it. And so um, I just think it's a start to finish really, really good game. And it truly does have set pieces at the end that I was like, this is pretty epic. Like these final showdowns are pretty, pretty epic um, and really fun. So I I like it. That's
0: great. What a special game.
2: Really, really good. Between that yeah. and and Metroid Prime Remastered, I'm a little spoiled on the surprise games that was on no one's radar <laughs> at all yeah. this year.
0: That's uh, two months in a row now of
3: surprise. Yeah. Like,
2: really
0: what's
3: Sony amazing? gonna
2: do? Come on, if Sony. this is
3: this is the year we don't need it. So, like, if you <laughs> yeah, would have done exactly. this last year, I would have probably been like, dude, these games are so great. But this year, yeah. like, no, you, please don't Just do that. Slow don't down. Do that
2: yeah. You know how much Xbox could have used a game like this to wrap up their very weak year? Like, if they're like, hey, you know what? Hi-Fi Rush was a great way to close out a weak year, though. For that, You know, like, we would have been talking about it differently. But uh, mm-hmm. whatever. I still think
3: out. they're going to have a decent year this year, and that's just going to add on to it. Because I don't think people are going to stop talking about this game because two reasons. One, the way they launched it, and two, it's a completely new IP. Nobody even knew it was <laughs> remotely remotely existed made by a, a developer who doesn't make these type of games so i think this is going to be a huge uh bright shining light for the xbox this year
2: they do reward some exploring too i mean the, the levels are linear but there's lots of little corners that you can it's got a lot of platforming in it too at times but if you kind of like hey there's a big wall here but there's space behind it. let me go look they almost always have something back there for you to yeah. find, which I, I like that a lot. Like I like that reward yeah. for being curious.
1: Yeah, Cause you need uh, that money,
2: dude. You need it big time. You do. Employees. And then I wanted to point out one other thing. There's these characters you keep running across in levels and they'll just be in random spots. Sometimes you have to like, they're almost like a secret area of a level. And it's this robot guy who's like a old noir detective. And he's got a grizzle. He's got <laughs> somehow this robot has like stubble. And he's always (laughs) holding a coffee and he's always just kind of like waxing eloquent about like the sad state of things like, yeah, this is the way the world is now. Like he's (laughs) he's that kind of old grizzled world worn detective. And he has a little assistant who's taking notes for him. And I ran into him like eight times in this game. And every time it was hilarious. Uh, There's one time he's standing around all the stuff that's been destroyed talking about. You know, like, all, look at all the pain they must have gone through, like, the suffering. And then you can you can hit them, and he'll always talk to you if you hit him. So I smacked him with my guitar, and he goes, that's right, let me feel the pain they felt. Like, he says <laughs> stuff like that. It's so <laughs> silly. And uh, I don't know. I, I, I loved this game, man. It, what a blast. What a fun game. Um, before we dive into a bunch of demos from Steam's Next Fest and Nintendo anything else you guys are playing whether you wrapped it up or anything else you wanted to highlight
3: i'm just i'm still playing fire emblem engage i'm not gonna stop playing it um i'm over halfway through it uh i think the story as you go through it gets better and better and they just keep adding more and more interesting characters to the point where i'm like maybe i should turn this off casual and put it on hardcore so i can actually kill off some of my older characters so i have some space because my roster is getting ridiculously big and it's one of those situations where it's like there's certain characters from the beginning of the game i'm attached to i don't want to give up on but they're just to be honest they're just they're kind of weak compared to the new ones you get so you do kind of leave them behind them in a way that it does make sense to play the game the way they want you to play and that's let people die um but anyways I I just I adore this game I really think this is a a, it got good reviews it's not like it it got bad reviews or anything like that I just think it's a better Fire Emblem game than really it got credit for um I don't think overall the narrative is gonna end up being better than Three Houses but I still think the characters and the story they're telling and the combat and everything. it's even just the presentation of the game. I think the graphics, the colors, everything, the hub world, I like the little hub world you're in. I actually like it better than three houses, just because I thought three houses was way too big. This is a little bit smaller, and, but there's still stuff to, to explore. I don't know. I just think it's a
1: great game. And, um, i'm really really enjoying it to the point where
3: i told kyle I was like i i want to get the season pass like i i want those i want those
4: yeah i'm waves. playing i'm playing through the getting the new characters right now so yeah from from the re- newest release good stuff
2: oh. Yep. <clears throat> oh i have to call this out real quick because you guys will appreciate this especially jeff because i know you're a big fan of not only you watch football at least you have in the past and music Remember the classic Katy Perry performance where there is the shark who was off the left shark? Left shark, yeah. Hi Fi Rush has an excellent like callback to that <laughs> moment that is <laughs> okay. it's out of nowhere, but it's very funny. And they actually work it into like your the mission that you're doing. Um, anyway, it's, it's just it's it's really silly. But as soon as they said it, they're like, Where's left shark? I just started laughing out loud. And then they actually they work it into the level a little bit. It's very funny. Um but anyway. <clears throat> All right. So
0: some well, Nintendo's. Oh, go ahead. Well, I want to I want to talk about the demos last because I don't want to close on this show that I watched. But um, so oh, okay. this this Hulu show that I watched, it's called Extraordinary. It's like a eight episode British sitcom, not sitcom. That's the wrong word. It's a comedy about okay. superheroes. It the trailer I watched for it was garbage, but everybody kept saying it was good. Um, so, uh, it is very funny. It's like the boys type of humor, but it's a little more absurd than that and less gruesome. Um, I just wanted to highlight some superpowers that I thought were hilarious. Um, there's, there's one guy who he has a power to turn anything into a PDF. Uh, there's one guy who, uh, his butt is a 3d printer. So any, he can poop anything. Uh, there's one guy who can summon sea creatures, but he can't control them. So like there's a part where he's being interviewed in an apartment on a third story building or whatever. And he's just holding his hand out and the people interviewing him are like, what is he doing? And a fish just plops in right next (laughs) through the window and just flops around. And they're like, cool, can you like make it do something? He's like, no, no, I can't do that at all. Uh, (laughs) um, There's uh, the main character's mom can manipulate electronic devices, but she does not know anything about electronics. So she has to take an IT class to learn how to do it. Um, So it's that type of stuff. It's a really, really funny show. and, And it's a breeze too. You guys are just... As soon as you start it, you would just plow through it. It's so funny. I'm just looking at it
2: on IMDb. It looks very silly. Yeah, I like incredibly, incredibly silly and dumb. Love it. Oh, yeah. and it's got one of the dairy
0: girls people
2: in it. I was gonna say it's got the Sister Mary from uh, the Dairy Girls. She's like the nun in Dairy Girls. She's very I still gotta watch that show. Yeah, that shows. I didn't love the way it ended. I thought it ended on a little bit too much of a preachy serious. Now I understand why the creator, whatever, that's fine. But the show itself, episode to episode, very funny. Um, mm. Really, really well-made show. Um, there's
0: a, a great gag in the show where the, there's a, a guy with a superpower to phase through walls, but sometimes he gets stuck. He's not very good at it. And there's a part where he's like, <laughs> and his clothes don't follow him. So he, he's like, I have to get naked for this or my clothes will like get stuck somewhere. Uh, so he gets naked and then he gets stuck in a wall and it's just his
2: ass is hanging up
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow. for the whole episode. His ass is just right There's there. There's a guy,
2: the guy's name is actually PDF man. That's his name. <laughs> PDF man. At least on IMDB. There's yeah. another guy named Lord.
0: There is. Okay. Yeah. He's actually a, uh, he starts as in episode one, he starts as like just a cat that kind of, uh, the main character finds and she takes him to her apartment but he's a shapeshifter that had been state has been stuck as a cat for years, and he forgot how to shapeshift back into a human. So he's totally forgot how to talk to people, and like he still has cat tendencies. And his name is Jizzlord because he doesn't remember his own name. Um, oh, there's also another character who uh, has the ability to make people orgasm by touching them. Um, and the main character uh, goes on a date with him, and she's like. He's like he insists on trying to give her an orgasm without touching her. Like he's like I want to do it myself and not with my power. And uh when they realize they don't click and he's leaving in the morning, uh he goes she goes um well it was nice to meet you and she goes for a handshake and he's like nice try and he just leaves. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It's so dumb, dude. I love it. <laughs> All right. I don't mind a good I don't mind a a nice silly romp like that. So that sounds Yeah, it's
0: good. It's That's good, good for like it might be a good second screen experience, maybe, no. unless the jokes start grabbing you too much. Then you're like, okay, I gotta pay attention to this.
2: Uh, as I mentioned earlier, I did try Kirby's Return to Dreamland Deluxe that demo on the Switch. It is incredibly charming and, you know, adorable, as all Kirby things should be. It's a side-scrolling game though, so it's not like the game from last year, which was more of that isometric 3D, you know, exploration um type of a game this is more of a side scroller where you actually have like a world map and you go to the next level and start it and then you have like a beginning and end it's a it's a old school like a mario game yeah, yeah it's like an old school there was mario a there was a, a 3ds thing.
0: kirby game that i played that was like that that i had a yeah. lot of fun with too so that's, i'm, I'm that's on board st-
2: that's the style of game this is it's multiplayer yeah. and um you know sweet it's it's very easy these games are never meant to be challenging these are easy of games of course not of course not Yeah. um kind of an easy breeze and just kind of fun um So I do recommend the demo if you're interested in that. Sea of Stars is a retro um, turn-based RPG. And I I know Dan talked about backing this on Kickstarter. This is, if you like Super Nintendo and PlayStation 1, maybe even PlayStation 2 style um, JRPGs, then try this one out. Um, I think it looks great. The visuals are excellent. The combat, at least so far in the demo, It wasn't anything to get incredibly excited about if you don't already like that style. I just thought it was a good version of turn-based RPG combat. I thought they did a good job with it.
3: I mean, my only concern with that one, is it coming out soon? August 29th.
1: Is that other one I already bought on the Switch that's supposed to be like Chrono Trigger or
3: whatever?
2: Chained Echoes.
3: Yeah, it's supposed to be a modern-day classic. It's like, okay, I
2: already got one. Yeah, I would say lean into that one, because I like that one a little more. But Sea of Stars is pretty awesome from what I've played so far in the demo. And then Octopath Traveler, too. I know Kyle played a little bit of the demo, too. It, it's more Octopath, and it's excellent. And and the characters, I, so I picked the Thief, and their story is instantly intriguing. Like, it's a heist gone wrong, and they're trying to escape. And it's just really fun right away. And the combat's fun, and I, I've always liked their boost combat where you can save it up for a couple moves and then you can power up a move times four or you can just kind of do a normal attack i I, I like the octopath combat i think it's really fun so and it is more of that and it carries over to the real game the full game when it comes out here in about nice that's cool i love when they do that i do too i think it's awesome it gives you a reason to invest in the demo like all right i was gonna say
3: is it only is the demo only on the switch
2: i don't know i'm not sure
4: because if it is, I think I don't know if it's on Steam, but I think it's on PlayStation Four, Xbox. I think it's on the on okay. the consoles. Let me yeah. see if it's on
2: Steam. I don't know if it's is coming out on Xbox at launch. I could be wrong. Yeah,
4: I think it's just PlayStation. I think you're right, actually.
2: Which is yeah, funny because I, I think, think it's was Octopath it's on.
4: Octopath is
3: on Game Pass, but it came yeah. Like so later.
2: It, I think it'll eventually be on Xbox, but PlayStation's probably trying to block that too. That's what they do now um (laughs) they do have the demo on
3: steam just so you know which is where I'll that okay
2: yeah there you go great game for steam too um and then for some steam demos i'll just mention a couple real quick i know jeff played a bunch i played one called i am future it's a super relaxing little like crafting builder game so if you like those That's fine. It's like they actually describe it that way. It's I Am Future, a cozy apocalyptic survival game. And so it is. You have to, like, make sure you eat food, but you can build little gardens and it's just very relaxing little uh, building games. That one's okay. Um, And Enra, I feel like, is a Kyle and Dan game. Derek might like it, but just in terms of, like, it's character action. It's super fast paced. It's very Japanese, so like, and it's it's a very early build. This demo is; they even say that it's a very early build. I just, th- and they, the game modes are basically like training and then wave mode. That's pretty much all you can do.
1: Oh, so okay. it's
2: very very simple. Like, just come feel how this game plays, see how it looks. It's a small download; it's only like ten gigs, probably because it's only those two modes. But it, I thought it looked really good, and it was so fast. Like, I'm not amazing at it; those aren't really my strongest games to play like even stuff mm-hmm. like uh um devil may cry 5 i loved that game but i wasn't super good at it like I'm, I'm not great at those games i just think they're really fun um so anyway this is in that same vein it's very quick very fast very bloody um i think you guys might like it though it's called Nenra, e-n-e-n-r-a um there's a demo for that and then jeff you played system shock too so i'll let you talk about it i did that. i thought yeah, system I- shock looked and played really well like it was a good showing i was that game
0: holy crap did they nail the hell out of this because it's a remake of the original game uh and i've never even played the original but i you know obviously i understood it to be kind of like in the era of quake and doom uh of that type of pixelated shooter precursor Um, to
2: bioshock not like connected story-wise but like devs created systems. yeah there's way more sci-fi
0: stuff going on in these games right and it's horror man it's it's creepy
2: already like early on it's creepy so
0: Yeah, I was just very impressed by, like, yes, they still have some of that pixelated stuff, Yes, but it's the current era of pixelated
2: type of first-person shooters. where some of the environments looked very sharp and clear. Yeah. It was was a weird mixture.
0: And the first-person aspect of, uh, like, whenever you have a weapon or you're typing or something like that, that looks great. Um, There's just some environmental things where it's like, oh, this is, like, it's not fully Mm -hmm. current-gen. They're still obviously paying homage to how it looked before. Yeah. And and in that regard, I mean, yeah, it it definitely is going to be a challenging game uh, starting out because it's kind of like, God, what's the exploration most like? I guess it's like those Doom 2 levels or Doom levels that I'm talking very early PC era uh, where you kind of don't really know where to go. So you have to figure it out, you know, so you're kind of just opening doors and going, oh, that's an enemy I can't take on right now. And then you're kind of backtracking until you can fight that person. Yeah, I got um, killed so by some little spider so that was much.
2: electrocuting me and I was like, I can't hurt this thing. And so it came yeah. out pretty quick. All I had was a
0: lead pipe for most of yeah. my plates. I only yeah. played a little bit of it just to sell me on it, basically. Yeah. But yeah, now I know that I want it. It's supposed to be coming out in March, but there's just no date yet. Yeah. So we'll see about that. But but it does it struck me really well. Like it's I know I'm gonna want to play it.
2: I know sure. it had a little bit of that kind of like bethesda game style approach to inventory because you can pick up everything even the oh, yeah, useless yeah. of things and your inventory fills up so fast so i was like all right yeah i guess this is I literally stopped Skyrim picking everything up
0: except for like uh except for basically just weapon related items that's it yeah. like or like uh, usables because even healing um things they kind of go on like a side inventory or something right. like that yeah right.
2: I was picking up, like, empty bowls and, like, blood bags and stuff. Yeah. I like, yeah, I might, I might do this. I it and I was like, like oh,
1: <laughs> never
2: mind. Let me throw all this away. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then it's all, like, in a pile next to a dead body, basically. That's yeah. when I decided to get rid of it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea if, it, if the game will end up adding the weaponry and powers that makes it truly a blast to play. But the vibe is very, very strong. And the visuals are strong, for sure. Yeah.
0: And I think there is, like, a lot of hacking elements or something like that. Because when you set your difficulty, there are several aspects of the difficulty you can adjust it's well, not just right. easy straight through you can like change the hat like uh do you want the ai to give you a hard time like the yeah. meaning the ship ai or something like that do you want yeah. that to follow you around and interfere with your game then you put it on normal and it'll do it sometimes uh i put it on easy it just removed that aspect Same with like
2: puzzles time. you can make the puzzles like puzzles you can make those you're gonna easy. have to think or yeah. like don't even think about these like you can kind of change the difficulty for the different Aspects of the game. There was only one was-
0: thing you couldn't change, and I think it was combat. I think combat in the demo is like normal only. And that's it. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that was cool. cool. That was cool pretty too. Cool game. Definitely. Um, I played five other freaking demos. Um, I played the Sherlock Holmes The Awakened remake. Uh, apparently the first version was like again, this old PC era came on a disc, looked really horrible. Um, this remake is now in the current era of Sherlock Holmes games, meaning it's a six out of ten experience. It's a little wonky. If you like detective games, you're going to like the game. But ultimately, if you've already been skipping these games, keep skipping them. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> um, the last case of ben- Benedict Fox. Um, this one I've been waiting for since I think Xbox showed it, uh, right? I think they showed it like at one of the e type of yep. events. I
2: think that's coming to Game Pass, isn't it? Is yeah, I think has? so.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, this is a side-scrolling uh it's a tough game it's one of those very difficult side-scrolling action games um where the enemies are very challenging but it drops you the demo drops you in the middle of the story so i have no idea what's going on there's a demon that's kind of talking to you through the whole experience um the combat is kind of fun it's just a little slow and there is a gun you can use but it's got limited ammo um the personality of it's really cool it's got like a gothic type of vibe to it that's really rad uh, so I'll be waiting for that one for sure for full release because I want the full story on that. Um, then planet of Lana is something I played and it sounds like one of those sex games that Derek talked about last week and is not <laughs> uh, it is a <laughs> it's a um it's it's like one of those indie games that I love that I think Tim would like too. you have it starts you off in uh, I think it starts at the very beginning of the game where uh like an animal companion wakes you up and um it, you're it's just platforming there's no there's no action in it. So it's like a puzzle companion game. And this cute thing follows you around. And sometimes you have to tell it to stay so it can stay on a button that makes a bridge go up for you. Um, then I got to like
2: a hard puzzle 15 minutes in. And I was like, that's enough of that. I'll just wait for the whole game. <laughs> it's you
1: know, pretty, know, the,
2: the, the vibes that it gave me, because I've seen this game on like some presentations, maybe last year. Same. At some that's point, how like I knew it, somewhere. it yeah.
1: Um,
2: it gave me a little bit of vibes of like Boy and His Blob. Do you guys ever play those games?
0: Oh, no. What a great title <laughs>
2: I wonder what it is. Kyle, did you ever play that? Uh, No one ever? I started one. No, I'm I'm familiar, but I didn't play those, no. I mean, very much like you are literally a little boy who's like having a dream or something, and you have a little blob as your friend and wow. you have to like wander out and solve puzzles and platforming and stuff and yeah. you have a blob Sounds like you give Billy Hatcher shot.
4: and the giant egg type of vibes you know a weird <laughs> era of like Nintendo games
2: <laughs> if you played Mega Man the blob is sort of like your what's the dog's name in Mega Man who can become all the different stuff he can become like a springboard or like uh he can become all that anyway that's what the blob is and so this uh, Planet of Lana gave me similar vibes just in terms of like oh you have a little I, creature I, I never friend got to
0: the point where you can manipulate the creature at all but I'm sure that's introduced later as you keep playing um, yeah you have a it does seem friend. like that kind he's gonna
2: help you solve stuff Um, right
0: right and and there are threats though don't get me wrong there are that's where like the puzzle stuff can get a little treacherous is like there are some things that do want to uh, attack your creature or attack you that you have to kind of figure out how do we get around those without getting killed um so it's like little nightmares in that way uh cool art style it's like half and half in terms of hand-drawn and computer animated it's really pretty game uh tape the tape is a hockey rpg it's really, really cool. What? Like, yes, you have to like build and craft your team, and there's an upgrade station before each game.
2: Um, the the animation style is there a, p- a hockey? Yeah, game yeah. Play? The, the,
0: it's straight up just a regular sports hockey game that you know from like N sixty four era, all that stuff. It's straightforward in terms of the hockey gameplay, but in between, you're able to like upgrade your characters and upgrade your sticks, upgrade your, you know what I mean? Like, you're able to upgrade certain elements. So it's like an RPG of sorts. And each game you win, you need to progress further uh, on the map to get to the next map. Um, the animation style is like cartoonish and arcadey. Uh, it's really, really cool and kind of funny. Like, they're, they're aware it's silly. Um, so that one's kind of fun. Shadows of Doubt really, really impressed me. This is a detective game, but it's a sandbox detective game. And um, literally every map is, is procedurally generated. You can go into the menu. And say I want this city, and it'll say okay, and it'll build. Liter- it's literally building the citizens of that city, uh, each of their backstories. Um, it's like through AI or something. It's like just generating the entire case for you, uh, so that way it's different every single time you play the game. And you can start a city from scratch. I chose to pick a city that hadn't had already been pre-built, um, but everything that was in the city uh, was not pre-built. Like basically, I don't know how the hell they did it. Um, but it is the animation style of like a quadrilateral cowboy where it's super blocky. Um, but they give you so many tools at your disposal. Uh, it's a true true to form like detective story where you have to create a board. You have to connect these things to threads, you know, and stuff. Um, you have a fingerprint scanner, you can pick locks and stuff. Uh, you can have different dialogue choices with people. It's, it's very uh, intense. Like, there's a lot going on in this game. Uh, I'll definitely get it for that, but there's no date on it. Like, it just says coming soon, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. It's an ambitious game. It's going to be a while. Um, but when it does come out, I feel like this will be, like, the thing that takes over Twitch or, uh, you know, one of the higher-rated games that, you know, that come out that year, everybody talks about because it's it's a fascinating premise and approach to a detective detective story. Those are all the ones I got to, but I'm going to get through some more over the weekend for sure. Nice.
2: I did want to call out one other one that I, I don't think there's a demo for it, but I did buy it because it was on sale last week. It's not on sale anymore, but Damn. Um, Land of the Vikings. It is a Viking-themed city builder. So uh, if you need to scratch that itch and you like Vikings, there you go. What other cities?
3: Never itched in that area.
2: I can't imagine those cities being very in depth. Let's
0: go put my tent over here. Like I don't.
2: It actually looks pretty cool. It looks like uh, you know, it's very, very much like go gather the wood, go gather the stone, upgrade stuff, uh, build your village, build your roads, protect yeah. your village from attackers and all that kind of stuff. So it's. I still it have many cool.
0: other. All of mine are pretty much that I downloaded. All of mine are like adventure games, you know, like action games. None of them are like builder because you know my aversion to those games. I'm just like nah, you know. So I, uh, whatever. I'll speak to like probably ten more demos next week. I hate. Uh,
2: I, I, I love
3: this game. I love this Any type of managing. I mean.
2: Yeah, you're like, I don't want to do work for a game. Yeah, I, mean, exactly. I get it.
0: I, I do work at work. Okay, we're going to keep that at work.
2: Like, yeah. there are games that I really enjoy that I kind of like. I'm ashamed that I enjoy so much because I'm like, this is a lot like work, but I really like this. And I that's don't what know. Arcade
0: Paradise is, other than yes. the games within the game itself. So like, it's like, why am I doing laundry and liking it? I yeah, don't, so don't want to
2: convince people like, hey, you should try this. I'm like, no, this is a lot like work. I get it. I understand, but like, I sometimes really enjoy that. Uh, yeah. Type of, yeah. But um, hell, I'm all... doing homework in Hogwarts Legacy, and I'm like, this is great.
1: I, I like did, homework
2: now. I did want to <laughs> mention that I'm uh, almost to the end of the new Valheim content, and it's freaking amazing. Like they've added so much oh, cool stuff. Oh, uh, already! So, the so end good
0: of the content you said. And of the
2: current, I think there's two more biomes that they're going to be adding over the next year or whatever. But like, yeah, wow. almost to the end of the. New. It's it's so it's so You're good.
0: Playing the hell out of that game. That's
2: awesome. I love it. I love it so. But I think that's all we got for this week. Uh, next week, there are some more new games coming up, but I think we'll be talking more thoughts on Hogwarts Legacy, maybe a few more demos we're trying, and then I might have We'll another...
3: be talking 1 and, one and Dead. There's going to be a big game, and I'm going to also buy Returnal on PC. So
2: Returnal on PC, or if anyone's playing Tales of Symphonia, there's probably a few other ones yes. that... That folks will be playing oh that's
3: wild hearts comes out too damn next and week's
2: wild, wild hearts yeah. is that gonna be on game pass wild hearts no 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 because it's not on ea play either i don't think right oh or that's really what just i meant
4: ea out. play atomic or, yeah. heart
0: is the one that's going to be on game
4: pass yeah. right yeah that one i knew yeah that's uh, the following that's week. it is you're right that, we're not going to talk about that one for a while but uh
0: also i'm going to be playing like a dragon yeah. probably more but um yeah wild hearts I really want to, to finish like a the second
2: game. Like I'm I'm way behind. I, I used to, like last year I had already finished like two or three games by this time. I was like, let me knock out some and I've been behind already this year. So I gotta gotta start knocking out some games. Um but anyway. That's what happens when something like Hogwarts Legacy comes out. Yeah, I know, I know. All right guys, well thank you for uh being here tonight. Thanks for taking the time. Thank you all for listening and watching and we'll see you next week. See ya.